across the UK, online and on DAB. This is Talk Radio. Of course I'll talk. Good evening, dear listener. This is uh, starting early, the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Busy show coming up tonight, guys, after ten. Let me tell you what we've got. Are we going to go straight to news when I'm done? Don't you worry, Oliver. Busy show coming up tonight after ten. We will be speaking. There's a movie out. Came out a few months ago. What's it called? Love and Saucers? About a gentleman called David Huggins who claims that he lost his virginity to an alien. It's a documentary. It's uh, had some great reviews. And I'm thrilled to say that we've got Professor Joe Lavens is going to come on at half past ten and uh, talk us through that. And he's got, he sent us some photographic evidence of... Um, some diagrams, yeah. Some diagrams. Um, and who have we got on at eleven, Kath? We Guest heavy. Uh, Mistress Sophia, also known as Show Lever. She turned to sex work later on in life. And she's making it pay in so many ways. Wow. I, I looked at her Twitter feed. What's her Twitter? Do you know her Twitter handle? Because it's, it's bleak. It's a bleak hole. You want to see some tattered bums. I mean, mine's bad, but God, the state of those buttocks. It's outrageous. So all of that is coming up. Plus your phone calls. Oh, and I'm expecting um, so many phone calls from people, little snowflakes, triggered snowflakes, who are upset that I have called Boris Johnson and Donald Trump racist. I, it's had over nearly 200,000 views, a little clip we put out last week. Nearly 200,000 views. Kath's just seen the smack bums. That's awful. You're going to put need a little bit of TCP on that. But that's going to smart. For God's sake, don't pick it. Um, never pick your bum. Uh, over nearly 200,000 views. I've had thousands of comments calling me a nonce, um, talking about my d- divorce, my drug addiction, all these kind of things. So I'm guessing some of those guys are going to phone up tonight. Get your calls in now, please, dear listener. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It's either the 45th anniversary, I think it's the 45th anniversary of Mama Cass dying. So, dear listener, let's have some Mama Cass, please.
right, dear listener, it's Monday. Oliver's on the keys. He's going to be a little bit sticky. He's not done it for a while. 45 years ago, Mama Cass passed away. Didn't choke on a ham sandwich, did? There was a ham sandwich in the room. It was uneaten, guys. Uneaten. Coming up, maybe even this week, a guy called James Felton, right? Not tonight, but he's written a book. The subtitle is The History You Didn't Get Taught at School. The full title, 52 Times Britain Was a Bell End. Now, uh, someone, uh, whoever it was, and apologies, dear friend, someone tweeted me saying, this might be good for your show. And normally those suggestions I look at and sneer. And I looked at that and went, oh, God, yes, we're having that. So James Felton, the uh, the author of that, is going to come on at some point soon. My Life Story are coming in in September, which I'm very, very excited about. Mike McCartney is on in a couple of weeks' time. And tonight, 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 it is a busy old show. We are talking uh, dominatrixes. Dominatrices. Patrices. Okay. And we're talking uh, sex with aliens. Uh-huh. It's a horny show. So those of you that, that don't like the horny shows, I would say switch off. Um, and tomorrow we're going to make... T- uh, tomorrow we'll do a PG show. Okay? Are you sure? We're going to do a PG show. Are we capable? Sh- we are doing a PG show tomorrow. Oh, three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Particularly if you've ever um, uh, harboured any um, desire to be submissive or dominant. Can we give out her Twitter feed? Because I want you. This is not safe for work. And if you are easily shocked, don't go and look at this Twitter feed. But but, but you've had you've spoken to Mistress Sophia before. Yes, I heard the interview. It was great. She's thoroughly charming. Uh, uh, so, really nice lady. Unless you pay her to be otherwise. Exactly. What's the Twitter feed so that people can go and look at some red raw bottoms? Sherry Lever. Sorry? At Sherry Lever. But how are you spelling that, though? S-H-E-R-R-Y-L-E-V-E-R. Sherry Lever. Sherry Lever. Sherry, Sherry Lever. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And if you've ever had sex or sexual fantasies about aliens, give us a call. Professor Joe Labens will be on in twenty-two minutes. Let's go to Mike. Good evening, Mike. Hello. Are you well? Very, Both of you? very well, Mike. Although I have rotten guts. Oh, don't you? Do well, they you think I might. I? They think I might have bowel cancer. I'm going for the tests. Do prob- you think it, or is it just a routine investigation to eliminate it? That's exactly what it is. All right, Catherine, but they wouldn't do it if there wasn't a chance, and so therefore you have to put up with the um, foul smells that emanate from me because I could have a very, very serious condition. Mike, what can we do for you on this, the holiest of all Mondays? I'll only mention it once, but in regards to those racists, one of which I reported to the police, oh. and the police called me about it today. Was that, the, was one that, the, was that the one that did the six-letter, the, the NN? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, and then, then he, I've no issues with racists as well. They're all barristers and solicitors, and have an expert understanding of the law. <laughs> I, I one, uh, of the, one of the barristers or solicitors telling me that uh, when I, if I were to say something untrue about someone on radio, it would be slander. It's not. It's libel. Trust me, I've sat through I, enough courses no, to know. I saw that. You've been a radio broadcaster for 20 years, 20 years plus, and yeah. they're telling you that. It's like, come on. Oh, anyway, anyway, I don't want to waste my breath on my valuable call on them. Oh, I have a business opportunity for the two of you. Yes. Oh, oh, money. I'm in. 
And I'm, but actually, I had, I, I'm entering it in the year. You should have sold some strawberry jam last Christmas. Uh, I really like, was surprised. I was really surprised I didn't get the gig advertising strawberries. Genuinely mm. thought I was going to get an offer for that. Or cream. I mean, they've not done naughty but nice for years, but we could do that. Yeah, I was really disappointed at that. Okay, but what have you got, Mike, that's going to make us a few quid? Well, it's going to get your listeners definitely thousands, probably tens of thousands. I am soon to partake in a charity boxing match. I'm sparring for the first time tonight. It really does hurt getting hit okay. in the face. Okay, it would do, yes. So, for £25 each, yes. you could be my shirt sponsor. Imagine um, Rocky and the Meat Factory writing Meat Factory on the back of his shorts or T-shirts. Thousands of listeners, millions in fact. Well, hang on. Where is this boxing match taking place? In a, ho in a, in a huge hotel. So you're having a fight in a hotel? That doesn't that's sound... That's quite common. Think, events like that are quite common in hotels. Yeah, I know, but that's well, after... Fights like, on a Saturday night. Yeah, that's after a right old booze-up. No, no, it's not just, you know... What are you doing? Are you, are you, have you got a little cup and you're shaking two die in there? Dice. What do you mean right now? Which is the plural of dice? Die or dice? Die. Die. Die is one. Die is singular. Dice is this is it, one. isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So you, it sounds like the, what you're doing, you're about to have a go on Monopoly and you're really, really, really shaking up to get the luck. Or you've got a Popomatic on the go. Yes. I don't know what a Popomatic is, so wow. it's definitely not one of those. Poor Wait, child. Or it could be a Popomatic, but you don't know what it is you're playing with. Well, I'm driving, so there'd be neither of those things, so that would be dangerous driving. Okay, okay. Words. But yes, £25 each, for and it's supporting a good cause. Um, well, where does the £25 go? Cancer research. Twenty-five pounds each. Uh, well, hang on. What do we get for that? You get. Uh, I'm quite a large man. Yep. So you get a, a, the whole of my back. And if you do it, I will get um, Ian and what's that squiggly thing? The the prince sign. Yeah, I'll okay. get... Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Uh, Alan, are you up for this? Oh, yeah, definitely. Sorry? What, do you want me to fight Alan? Okay. No, 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 no. I no, want... No, no, no. No. I want... What, wondered if Alan wanted to spend £25 each on your, on your back. Oh, but as well as the two of you. So four people paying £25. Um, uh... The, uh Ian, I was going to double it. What, to £50 each? Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, you, Mike, your phone is getting on my tits. Alan, what do you want? Well, you were talking about bowel cancer. Yes. Did you take some modern to stop the... To stop the bowel cancer? No, you, because you were going for tests. Did, did I... T what? You were going for tests. Oh, I'm bored of yeah. talking about my bum today. Oh, three, four, four, what? four, nine, nine, one with that. I'm bored of it. I'm, I'm, the listeners are bored of it. I'm bored of it. Everybody's bored of it. Crying out loud, let's make it a bum-free zone. Gosh, when a man is tired of bums, he's tired of life. I'm bored of it. I'm just, I'm, I'm bored of that. Hey, there's Rebecca, our favourite cleaner. Hey, Rebecca. That is her name, isn't it? Yes. I'm terrible with names. Terrible, terrible with names. Right, it's Monday. Let's crack on with this. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, this is the Late Night Alternative. Every weeknight from 10 with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAV. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. If you do want to, here's the thing, right? That, that it's, it's really strange. I wouldn't quite say it's, it's, it's gone viral. I think for something to be viral on the internet, it needs a million hits. But, the, but this video of me saying um, that I thought Johnson and uh, Trump were, were, were racist. It's, it's, it's about 100, nearly 200,000 views that it's had, which is quite phenomenal for me, quite phenomenal for this radio station. Um, and the, it, what's fascinating is, I tell you what I'm going to do, is I'm going to play it, right? Because I haven't um, heard it for a little bit. If you want to get those calls, Oliver, that would be great. I'm going to play it because I haven't heard it for a bit. And I just want to make sure that I'm remembering it, because it would appear loads of people are hearing something that I didn't say, but I'm not totally sure. So I'm going to have a quick little listen. This this is the clip. Here we go. What has Boris Johnson done that's racist? Pickaninnies, watermelon, I don't need to go through it. I don't need to go through it. It's out there, and you racists, you know it's out there. We are living... In a terrifying time for anybody who is a person of colour, for anybody who is of a faith that isn't Christianity, we are in an awful place. The President of the United States, massive racist. Don't don't phone my show up and and, and give me this, what has Donald Trump done? What's racist? What is racist about telling someone to go home? You didn't read this. This is the thing. You didn't read the second tweet. As if the second tweet in that chain of tweets took away the racism from the first tweet. He's a racist. Boris Johnson, the new prime minister of this country. Piccaninnies. Look up what piccaninnies means. Look it up. Watermelon smart. What's racist? I like watermelon. What's racist? Look it up. Read the history of it. This is where we are at, dear listener. This is where we are at. We are living in a racist world, 2019, with a racist Prime Minister and a racist President of the United States. We are all screwed. Okay, I did mention Christians, but not in a derogatory, not, I didn't want saying that Christians were racist. So lots of people said I was calling out Christians for being racist, I didn't. The Christian point is, is slightly muddies the water ever so slightly in there, but I certainly wasn't calling them out. says that I criticised all white people for being racist. I, I didn't. said that I was accusing everyone who voted Brexit of being racist. I didn't mention Brexit no. in there at all. Um, I was cued, uh, called a nonce. Uh, I was reminded of my drug uh, addiction and are you back on the coke? I was teased about my um, uh, divorce. No wonder your wife left you. I was t- uh, teased and mocked for being bisexual. All of that stuff. And it's really interesting. Because, here we go, look. This is the old Mr. Gamer guy on Twitter. Anyone associated with talk radio should be ashamed of this. Ian Lee calls everyone who is white and Christian a racist. Hmm. Why does talk radio allow him to spew this hate towards white people and Christians? Replace white with black and Christian with Muslim and he would be fine. Would, that doesn't make any sense. Also, I have criticised Muslims before. Criticised Islam quite a lot. Um, but I wasn't actually cr- criticising Christianity there. And I wasn't... I mean, it's just simply not true. And this seems to be the thing that um, people far right, alt right, little bit right. I don't know what the terms are. I think the terms are almost um, I- irrelevant these days. Um, but they just say stuff 
that's not true. When they're confronted with facts, or someone expressing their, their, their freedom of speech, although backed up by facts, they just lie. A lot of these people I've noticed when you look at their feeds, it's that over and over again. So it's almost like yeah. they're prepared, they've been... They've been called to arms so many times that they have the argument already prepared and they don't actually listen to what the new point is being made. Yeah. So that's old gamer guy. There's loads. I'm not singling him out. There's loads of them. Some people um, at the weekend claimed that I was laughing at um, the Manchester bomb and the murder of Lee Rigby. It got very gruesome. Mm -hmm. Very, very quickly. Very, here's the thing, Mike Graham's on this radio station. I disagree with almost everything he, he, he says and stands for politically. I love listening to his show. I like being in his company. I think he's, I think he's a fascinating person to sit and listen to. Um, and I really enjoy talking to him. In a, and you know what? We don't sit there going, you're a tosser. You're a nonce. Yeah, well, you're, you're a massive bender. We don't, we, we get on with each other and it's absolutely fine, you know, and there's no issue around that at all. So I don't understand why somebody could be so upset and so, and it's not just some, it's hundreds of really angry, butthurt, triggered, snowflake cucks. That's all it is. That's all it is. Guys, just calm down. And here's the thing. Not one of them has got the balls to pick up the telephone and call us. Not one of them. Not one of them. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, and, and, and I'm going to say, please phone up and have a, a, a reasonable situation. Do you want to go out and help there for a second? Please phone up and have a reasonable situation, a reasonable conversation, because there's no point in us fighting and, and, and arguing. Let's let's do this in a civilized way. That's all we got to do. That's all we've got to do. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If uh, you want to give us a call about that, because let's do it in a friendly way, huh? Hey, did you see the Fortnite World Cup finals at the weekend? Oh, mate! Benji Fish only came twenty fourth in the solos. I know. I didn't get to see the duos, but an English lad came second in the duos, and him and his partner won one point nine million dollars between them 1.9 million dollars he's 15 and we were working kath and i were working saturday night we were at belfast doing a live show and recording our next single it's going to be islands in the stream recorded live at belfast thank you jade nashman yes that's it thank you everyone who came to the the show on saturday we had a great time we had the be belfast is wonderful uh, what was weird we were sat there on the stage but wonderful venue the black box and people would just get up on stage and just stand there very politely and we'd turn and go, yes. And they'd take the microphones and do a lovely little monologue. It was very peculiar. Very peculiar. But we had a, we had a great time. So I missed the duos on Saturday. Um, and we, we were late getting home because we were stuck at Belfast Airport and our flight was like two, two and a half hours late. It was uh, pain in the bum. And when I got home, I was able, on the way home in the car, I was able to listen to the penultimate match, uh, on my, hooking my phone up to the, the Bluetooth, Bluetooth. And then when I got home, 
I watched the last match and it was, uh, Booga is the, na- the name, guy that won 15 years old again, I think. And he won $3 million and it was really exciting. Really, really exciting. I don't get sport. I don't get football or rugby or any of those things. Um, but I got this. Found it really, really enjoyable. And what was cool was this morning I could phone up my nine-year-old son and we had a ten-minute conversation about it. And we were speaking the same language. I enjoyed it so much that next year, if the final's in New York again, I'm going to take the boys to the final. We're going to go to the stadium and we're going to go and watch it. We're going to have a few days in New York and then go and watch the fortnight final. I can't think of a better way to to spend time with my kids. It was incredible. Esports are the future, baby. They are the future. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very welcome. Uh, the way it works, me and Kath sit here and we talk a lot about rubbish. We talk about our weekend and our lives and all of that. Uh, and you're welcome to call in about any of the things that we're talking about, or if you just want to phone up for a natter, or if you have something else that you want to address. And we can do heavy, we can do light, we can do frothy, we can do, we can do all of that kind of stuff. I would kind of ask if you're going to phone in about something political that's heavy, try and have something new that's been missing from the debate so far. Wouldn't you agree, Catherine? Absolutely. I think that's the way forward. Um, you'll speak to Oliver, he will take your name and number, and he'll give you a call straight back, and it's, it's, uh, it's that simple. That's how it works. That's how this show works. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to play a little advert for one of our colleagues. And then when we get back, I'm going to call up Professor Joe Lavens and we are going to talk um, about this movie that is out about a guy who lost his virginity to an alien. If you want to talk to the professor, if you want to share your thoughts on UFOs or any encounters that you may have had, now is a great time to give us a call. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Why did these beings choose me? There is an orange-yellowish light comes on. David is looking at the light and doesn't hurt his eyes. He is aware of the beings. They are standing over him. They are touching his body. My name is David Huggins. I'm 72 years old, and I live in Hoboken, New Jersey. I was living a perfectly normal life until I started remembering things. It was just like image upon image upon image. It wouldn't stop. I was so scared. The eyes were just glowing. They hit the ground running straight toward me. And we floated up to some type of craft. I said, you hurt me, you hurt me. No, 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 no. This is the woman I never told anyone about. When I was 17, I lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial. That's all I can say about it. That's the trailer. Virginity lost. That was the trailer for the movie Love and Sources documentary. 
Um, and it really is incredible. I haven't seen the whole film itself. I've literally just seen the trailer. But I, I, if it's anything, if that one minute's 32 is anything to go by, then it, it's going to be astounding. Um, really pleased to welcome uh, uh, back on the show Professor Joe Lavens. Um, Joe, I've got this right. I'm born in Wisconsin, spent some time in New, New York City. Um, that is and correct. Now you're in uh, Leicester. That is correct. I'm at the Montfort University. I'm lecturing in astrology and uh, specializing in astrophysics. And you've started your own group, the PUFOG. What's PUFOG? PUFOG, if you were a UFO group, uh, PUFOG. Okay. And you may remember I was on your show, some of your lists. Remember, Ufologistics, uh, Denied a Deceit, Two Legacy of Arrogance, uh, was my book that I was uh, promoting, okay. discussing, if you like at the time. This, this documentary, Love and Sources, yes, uh, sir. have you seen the film? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Uh, the coitus happened in 1961 when Hoggins was a teenager. Um, it is, it's a fascinating story, and it's one that I have heard of many, many times. And it's so extraordinary uh, because, not because the, the subject matter, I've, as I say, I've heard of it a lot, many times, but it triggered in me thoughts of what happened in, in my past Okay. in 2004. Ah, okay. I, well, I didn't know this. I thought we were talking about uh, the movie. Are you saying and the movie is about uh, David Huggins who... Um, had his virginity, he's an older man now, it looks like he's in his 70s, had his virginity That's taken when he was yeah. 17 by, well, he paints, and he's painted a, a very busty, um, clean-shaven, sexy alien lady, um, who, I, for some reason, if you watch the trailer, for some reason, she's lifting her own breasts up. I don't quite know why that is. Well, as if to offer them. Offer them to us, yes. But you're, I, this is, well, this has taken a turn already, Professor. You're saying this happened to you. I'm not saying that my experience was exactly like Huggins, but all I know is that in 2004, I, I sent you a diagram of, of uh-huh. what happened to me. I was in an area that's in the eastern plains of Colorado. Uh, I was, uh, I'm a painter myself. I was out living near Burlington, if any of your listeners, that's not far from Denver. Okay. I was out in a mountainous region. I was painting. Uh, I'm an artist as well as a scientist, both right and left side of my brain, if you like. Or <laughs> I'm lucky that I, I do have those two, those skills. And I was I was visited by call it what you like extraterrestrial aliens, an empress uh, who I called Barbinkim Twenty Three. Sorry, what was what was her name? Sorry. Barbinkim 23. Barbinkim uh, 23. She was an empress. She an empress of a kingdom. I don't know the name. I was not party to the name. I was not given the name. And I done it with her on two occasions. I did it the 13th of May. You did what? Well, sorry? I done it with her on two occasions. 13th of May 2004 and exactly one year later. 13th May 2005. Okay, well, let's, let's, can, if we can take this chronology, I've, I've just tweeted the diagrams and the photos that you sent me. Right. Um, so I'm looking at 13th of May 2004, 6.21 in the evening. That is correct. That's when quite this took place. Yeah. Barbinkium uh, 23. Right. Um, well, can you describe her? She looks, she looks like a dog, and I don't mean that in a rude, rude way. I'm she's so on all, it looks like a, she looks like a, a, dog. a dog. She's on all fours. Uh, and on her, I, on her back, um, she has tits on her back. She's got tits on her back, yeah. But but come on, no one's perfect. No, and she's got 
So you're, you're, and I've had to pixelate the picture because it's, it's, it's a little bit uh, uh, vulgar for some people. Okay, right, okay. I was, I was just attempting to do a diagram. Of oh, no, 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 no. That coitus can take place, and yeah, you made it clearly led a quite a sheltered life. Well, no, I've had sex. I've got, I've got kids. I've, I've okay. had sex, well, but I'm never with, a, with an empress from another planet. If I may, if I, if I may. Sorry, say, I do apologize. Is, okay, she's in a position that you can receive. Uh, I don't want to be too graphic for your listeners, but that's the same position that human beings can do as well. as And Barbinkium, that was a position that you liked. Uh, and, and it's... it's well, I'm not seeing that caption. She has a, a thing, a long thing. It looks well, about... I eight. thought it was a ponytail. Like, well, uh, it does look long. The female human Ariana Grande, but apparently that's... Um, it's a it's tentacle a going up your, ba- up your anus, etc. And went up my bum, etc. And, and it, that comes it, from the top of her head. It's about eight feet long. What, right. was, that, what was that tentacle made of, and, and what? Did, how did it affect well, the I sex? Well, you'll see from... You'll see from the diagram. Yes, Looking I, at the what diagram it was made now. of, I was not. What did it feel I, like to you? Did it feel leathery? Did it feel scaly? Scaly, slimy. Did it? I mean, did it? I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, it was pleasurable. I gotta tell you, it was pleasurable. It, and it was maybe possibly secreting something from the end of her tentacle as it went up my bum. But okay. And now, how did this you know, situation occur? Did, were you in? Did she chat you up in a bar, being slightly flippant? No, no, this is a problem. I mean, uh, it's a very interesting question because, you know, I, I, when I first met her, when I was out there uh, painting, the sexual congress itself is extraordinary. Uh, a, a tiny bit of foreplay, maybe touching, tits on her back. And the, but what I, I would pay her a compliment, uh, you have a beautiful smile, Barbinky, in 23. Would you like these flowers? Of course, uh, flowers in her culture mean a little more than vegetation. She, she'd sniff them and she went pee pee on them, but that's fine. Yeah. All the conventional things that people do when they're courting on planet Earth is not necessarily, uh, she, she had one word, uh, one word that she said to me throughout, conchili. Conchili, she'd say, and sometimes, what does conchili oh, well, mean? Well, uh, it's very difficult to say. Uh, sometimes she was angry yep. when the foreplay did not please her. Conchili, angry. And sometimes softly when she was stimulated. Conchili. Conchili. And that uh, was only one of three words that I understood at that time. Okay. Uh, conchili, Dulei Sudan, which to me always sounded like Dudley Sutton, who was in Lovejoy. I've, I've, I've worked with Dudley Sutton. Okay, but that was he not... Was I'm not saying she was... Yeah, no. okay, but I'm not, I'm not saying she's That's a great actor, Dudley right. Sutton. And, he, and Dudley part, Sutton, um. Okay, I'm not saying, but I'm not saying it, no. she was saying Dudley Sutton from Lovejoy. I'm just saying that the last, it sounded like Dulay Sudan. What's this, can I ask, what's this, the second picture? It looks like a, an elephant with, with a wig on. What's, what's that a picture of? What I discovered was my manhood uh, went all small in that at the end, when, uh, after Congress had taken place. Tiny little tip on the end. Oh, that's your uh, penis. That, I thought that was an, that that was an elephant. I've tweeted these pictures. If people no, 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 them. no. That uh, was my willy. But the thing was, what I what happened was at the end of it, it got very small at the end, very small. But that I don't know what relevance that is. And it I, says re- there's what's that dripping out of the end? And pl- please, you know, be careful. It's not coming out the end, you know. But it was radioactive. Um, wow. Yeah. How do you know it was but, radioactive? I, it looked it looked like it, but I love Barbinky in twenty three, and 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 I got to say, uh, unlike um, you know, 
unlike uh, the guy we're talking about, yeah. like that you know um, uh, David Huggins. I believe that I had some form of union with Barbing Kim 23. I found myself at one stage, I woke up and I think we had some sort of marriage ceremony. Uh, you know, sort of, there's a finger buffing, some music after, but if, and if that music was discordant. But nevertheless, it was clearly a celebration. And I've never married since, and that is probably because I believe I am married to Barbing Kim 23. Okay, can I ask, this is very complicated, and this is going down a strange track. Melvin, we're going to come to you in a second. Um, how, how, what, how did you forget about this? You didn't remember any of this until you saw the, 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 the movie correct, Love sir. and Sources. That, that, that is correct, sir. There are certain things that are t- triggered. Quack uh, hole. Quack hole. Excuse me? Quack hole was the third word okay. that I, I knew. Quack hole. Yes. And, uh... Barbinkin 23 used to say that. And one day I, I thought I heard that word and that triggered something. And it was only when I saw Hagen's documentary that I remembered that I love Barbinkin 23. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, we are, uh, you know, we're, we're a married uh, couple. And I'm convinced that one day she's going to uh, come back. There, there was a time, yeah. there was a time in 2000 where a lady uh, came to visit me and I was told by a friend of mine in Leicester when I was living there, when I'm living there now, uh, he lives up near Oldby, and he introduced me to a lady called Candy, who had a funny shaped head. But I, and he said that was Barbing Kim twenty three, but it wasn't. It was a lady called Candy who worked for Leicester City Council. But um, I don't think I've ever met Barbing Kim twenty three. I don't know if she's been back since since two thousand five. But I will meet her again. And okay, can we take a pause for a second? I just want to bring in a call. If that's oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you okay. want to. Uh, talk about your own experiences or if you want to question the professor about his or talk about the David Huggins movie. We've got Melvin on the line. Good evening, Melvin. Good evening, Ian. <clears throat> um, I've got a question for the professor, if that's okay. Yep. Hello, Melvin. Hi. Hi. Big fan of your work. Um, on Thank a previous you. show, you mentioned about um, Space AIDS. Space can AIDS. Only, yeah. Can you only catch Space AIDS on the outer rim? Yeah, okay, that's a joke about... Well, hang on, is it, an, is it a joke? What do you mean by that, Melvin? Well, no, I'm just concerned, that's all. Can you catch space aids in the outer rim? You mean oh, the yeah. outer, outer rim of the universe? Yeah. Of Uranus? No, the um, universe. Okay, kids, Ian, uh, seriously, I, I've been invited on here to talk about... I think that's a serious question, Professor. I'm not quite sure... Can I catch space aids on the outer rim? No. Melvin, does it answer your question? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Melvin. Thank you very much indeed. I'm not quite sure. It's a serious question, though, isn't there? I yeah, mean, how yeah. do you know that you are not going to be contaminated with that kind of um Well, Barbinkium 23 uh, was a virgin before she met me. I was not. And um, she was pure. And when she said conchili to me a couple of times, I took that to mean that I'm chaste, I'm pure. Did you use, um... Contraceptives? No. And, well, I was going to ask if you did, but would they, what would you use for re-entry? What would I use for re-entry? 
Well, first of all, I yes. think you're, you're making a joke at it's my expense. I have it's such a, a congress with Come an on. alien. Come on. Come on. entries are good. Professor. I done it with an alien. Professor. Come on. It's, it's, it's a, I couldn't let a re-entry joke go. Okay. Is there anything, if you got a serious question? I have got a serious question. Right. Okay. Well, let's hear it. Was it a case of E.T. Bone Home? If you're just going to make uh, uh, smutty jokes about a love affair I had with Bart Binkin in 23. Okay. Um, uh, you're talking about his wife. I'm, I'm being you're mean. Talking about Listen, my wife. Let's take a break, um, if that's okay with you, Professor. We'll take a break. Bone we'll, okay, we'll come. We'll, we'll, like uh, my wife, you're talking about Bart Binkin in 23. Okay, I apologize. So this is nothing to do with the ET2 movement as well. It's nothing to do with anything like that. Okay. The ET2 movement. No, it's not. Okay. Let's take nothing to do with ET, uh, re-entry. Come on. With a prophylactic. It's nothing to do with boning home. Okay. Okay. Or the outer rim. Okay. Or the outer rim or ET's long finger up my... Okay. Oh, we didn't mention that. Let's just calm down, guys. Let's just calm down. We're having a bit of fun here. I understand we're getting upset. If you say there, Professor, 0344 499 1000. Back with the Professor after this. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, right? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We're talking to Professor Joe Lavens about an account, two encounters he had, um, 2004-2005 with uh, a space empress called Barbinkium 69. And I've had... 23. F- 23. Barbinkium 23. I apologise. I've had a few people, Matty and a couple of texters and a few others have um, uh, said that I, I'm being disrespectful to your wife and Catherine has told me off during the break, so I would like to apologise, uh, Professor. That's okay. Can I ask a question? Do you do you like cocks? What you mean uh, the animal, like a chicken? That no, no. Do you, are you a fan of cocks? Sarah Cox, Brian Cox, Professor Brian Cox. Do you a fan oh, of? Sorry, yeah, yeah. I I love Cox. Yeah, yeah. I love Cox. I've got books. I mean, I've got. Could you say books. that again? You just dropped off for a second. Sorry, I love I love Cox. I love Cox. There's something wrong with this phone line. Sorry, Professor. Just one more time. I love Cox. I love Cox. I love the work of Cox. Okay. Um, Chris says, I've never ever listened to your show before tonight. Uh, this guy is great. Can you ask the Professor how he knows so much detail when he couldn't understand the word that she says? The the word that Bar- Barbinkian 23 said? Yeah, yeah. How do I know so much detail? I, 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 this is what I'm saying to you. I didn't really understand it. There are three words that I understood. Waco, um, Dolay, Sunan, and Kunkili. Uh, those are the only three words. What they mean, I, I understood more in the intonation, more the, uh, the power of the way they were said. I don't speak that language. I, okay. but I will say that I speak the, uh, universal language of love. The eternal language of love and Barbinkian 23 and myself are married. We are in some sort of matrimonial, uh, you know, communion. Did, 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 did she put your ring on her finger or vice versa? 
Yeah, we. I, well, I didn't have a ring as such. No, I mean, okay. uh, we touched and we held her hand. She had six fingers. We put our hands up together. And I think that was that was the sign of the okay. union. I didn't have a ring around. Steve says, uh, don't be mean to him, Ian, just for a laugh. It's cheap and it's beneath you. Cross-examine him. Ask him if he if she has a sister and if she's available as I'm a little bit lonely tonight. Right, okay, That's this is what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I'm just reading I, them out as they come. Okay, well, I've been on your show a number of times now. Can you ask the professor roughly how many people worldwide have claimed to have had these encounters? And I'm going to stop it oh. there because it then goes on to say encounters of the perv kind. And I, actually, oh. that's disrespectful. No, it sounds very loving. But I would like to know how, ma- how many encounters like this have Right, you have want been. me to answer a question. That guy's clearly made a joke. He's implying that I'm a pervert, an, well, a, a, an intergalactical pervert. Okay. That's what he's implying. Well, no, How many people worldwide have had uh, sexual congress with an alien? How, in yes. the thousands. In yes. the thousands. That's the answer. And they're, the all with, they're all with Barbinkium 23. No, that's my wife. I'm not all being with my wife. That's sake. But you've not seen her for 14 years. No, I haven't. Well, tonight, Professor, she's on... I'm joking, I'm joking. If only. If only. So you've not seen her for 14 years, and you've forgotten about her until a couple of weeks ago. That's not... You know what? What happens... You know, there are certain secrets that have to be kept. Yeah. And I don't know the ins and outs precisely, but I had a part of my memory erased. Okay, okay. Deleted temporarily, and and I had a trigger... And I, I wonder whether there's a chance she's coming back. I wonder whether that's what the trigger is. Um, uh, we've got an anonymous texter here. I listen every night, but it's horrible you guys making fun of a nutcase. <gasps> well, that's not, that's, uh, that's unfair. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm not a nutcase. Okay. I know it's far out what I'm saying, but I, 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 I was on here to talk about Hoggins' documentary. Mm-hmm. There's another guy. You heard he's got a film out. There's me. There's a thousand other people who've uh, d- done, uh, you know. Okay, okay. Yes, I'm just, I'm just with, uh, reading them as they come. Let's bring uh, Ollie into the conversation. Good evening, Ollie. You're through to Professor Joe Lavens. What would you like to say? Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hi, Professor. Hello. Um, Hello, I, was, I was just wondering um, how you know it's a she because they're alien. And I was thinking maybe the tail could be its uh, member. It's its penis no that wasn't a penis that it didn't have a tail it had a tentacle can i say i mean the undercarriage can i say undercarriage you can say undercarriage yes you can professor yes she had an undercarriage um, uh, how how, how sure are you because could there be a gestation period as well of of you having a baby have you made have you um uh, 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 could there be a baby professor somewhere there could well be a baby well, I'm in, in you, through its penis. What, a baby in me? What, from yeah. the tentacle? That's a good yeah. question. No, I don't think that's right. I How do you know? How do you know? Well, I... It's an alien. It could be a long 10-year gestation period. Well, it's not. Before you okay. how, you, do you, how do you know? Have okay. you always looked in the toilet after you've gone? Cause yes, you I have. Given, you could have given birth already, and you wouldn't know. Okay, some time ago, I went for a health check, all right? I don't know whether you're familiar with this, but the, the doctor looked up my bum bum, and there was nothing up there. At least of all an very alien sensible, baby. Very okay? sensible. I've had a prostate check recently. Very yeah, sensible yeah, exactly. thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay, Ollie. Does that answer your question, Ollie? 
I don't think he does. I think he needs to figure out what gender I put the alien my father. Okay, uh, Ollie, Ollie's I think is being slightly disrespectful. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, the, uh, that's you know Paul, what. No. Paul says, "Can you ask Professor Lavens?" Mm. <coughs> I've got a frog in my throat today. Paul says, "Can you ask Professor Lavens if Barbinkium twenty-three has experience yeah. of movements near the brown star?" I've heard there's lots of fun to be had there, but it's not everyone's cup of tea. Now, I don't know, I've not heard of this brown star. Where is it? And um, would she have experienced movements there? You're talking about my wife's mom, aren't you? I don't know, Paul. Paul, oh, I see. And it's no it could be. It's called Paul as well. He could be. I've seen the film. Okay, he could be, he could be talking about my that. My wife's but, brown star, What's the matter with you? Okay, just ask it. So where does that leave things, I, Professor? Are you are you optimistic? All right. Okay. Are you optimistic that um, Barbinkium twenty seven is going to be coming back? Okay. First of all, it's Barbinkium twenty three. Apologies. She's my wife couldn't read my writing. I'm optimistic she's coming back. Brown star and all. Okay, and. Uh, have you tried to, f- to c- communicate with her? I don't. I don't really know. You don't I have. I tried telepathically to communicate with her, and I know that's too much for you people to understand to get your heads around. Yes, I have. I tried to telepathically tell her to come and get me. And I love her. Okay. You can I ask a question? Yes, you can. Um, obviously, it's been a while, and I understand that there is a huge attachment there. I've, I've seen yes, the diagram. Um, yeah, that was a big attachment. I'm just wondering whether, having experienced what you have with Barbinkium, um, a human woman will ever do. No, that's right. And that, thank you, at last, someone who actually sympathizes. I have had a number of relationships that have, have crumbled. Um, tentacle aside, it was not pleasurable having a congress with a human lady. Uh, and some of them were quite fit and everything, you know, not just ugly ones and that. Mm-hmm. But um, once you've done it with an alien, I'm, I'm telling you there's no going back. You can't manage with the boobs on the right way around. No, I like the boobs on the back. Both the same size, they were in everything. Proper ones, nipples on them and everything. Okay, Professor, thanks very much for coming on. Is there is there going to be a book, a book about this? I've tweeted the images. Will, will there be a book about this? Well, I think so. I don't want to jump on the Hawkins bandwagon. But um, I'm thinking of releasing a book, and, and when it comes out, I'd very much like to go on a different show and not yours. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you. May I ask? Well, or perhaps you and I could have a chat. May I yeah, ask? Okay. May you. I ask why you'd like to go on a different show? Well, there's bit. people coming on and making jokes about my wife's okay. boobs and undercarriage and tentacle of my anus. And all this sort of stuff, and, and, and pure I'll double entendre is about having sexual congress with an alien. And, and, and that's why I'd, I'd rather just draw a line out. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, um, we'll leave it at that. Thank you. How, uh, how is your gear stick in your cockpit? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Mm hmm. How is my gear stick in the cockpit? It doesn't even work that one. So if you're gonna if you're gonna make a pure I'll double entendre, make sure it works, okay? In space no one can hear you come. I think he was really upset there. I think he was very upset there. 
background smooth things over. Please do. Thanks very much indeed. Um, Nick says, I had the same experience with Barb Binkium, 23, and believe I'm also married to her. I'm devastated to hear this call. Um, okay, well, okay. I, getting a lot of flat. Twitter's being a very, very angry place at the moment. I don't think that was necessarily offensive. Listen, my job is to, is to ask the questions and I've got to have a little bit of fun every now and then, but I don't think that was too disrespectful. Kath's going to go and speak to him and, uh, hopefully, hopefully smooth things out because I would, I would love to, uh, to get the professor back on at some point. Is he all right, Kath? Okay. Well, we'll do, okay. We'll, 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 okay. Oh God. Another, another message to the boss. Wow. Okay. Um, listen, if you've ever, uh, done it with an alien, 03444991000, it does seem to be that there aren't that many people, Catherine, in this country. It's a big thing in America, um, mm. people talking about, um, doing it with aliens and stuff. It's a really big thing. You don't hear too many, um, stories about it in the UK. And I wonder why that, I wonder if it doesn't happen here as much or if people are more embarrassed to share it over here. I wonder what the problem I've is. I've got a theory it's about the accent. Because obviously the Americans have been blasting their voices into space for quite a long time and I yeah. think maybe they're attracted by the accent. Right, okay. I'm going to take that call straight to you. Let's go to line one. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Hey, how you doing? Very, very well. Who is this and how can I help you, please? Oh, I'm James. Um, I just started uh, listening to you about, um, about three nights ago and uh, I'm just... Laughing so so hard. Um, well, don't tell the professor because apparently I've, I've really offended him, and and I was just trying to. That's his wife you're talking about. That's <laughs> his wife. I'll be killed. Twenty three. Do you believe any of that, Boyley? I believe he believes it. Well, go on, James. I'm not sure. You see, I the problem is is that you see, I would have got it wrong as well because it, it was my bitch from twenty three, and then I kept saying twenty four, twenty five. Oh, we're losing you. I mean, I suspect there are Why several. The... We're losing you. Why the 23? Well, I don't know. Maybe that's just part of the, the name. What, did you say She's an empress. She might be the 23rd. Yeah, she could be. I mean, why is there an A in your name? It's just, who knows how the naming system works in other parts of the galaxy? But he, he started to get cross, though, didn't he? He, he? he got he got he got cross. He didn't really have a sense of humour. I didn't feel. He's been on a few times, and here's the thing: the professor will be all right, but he does get very dry. Do you believe in aliens? Have you have you ever had? Have you ever seen anything? No, absolutely, completely, and utterly not. Oh. No, not at all. Wow, you've gone all scientific on this. I've seen the, I've seen a UFO one. I have seen an unidentified flying object. My my ex-wife and I saw it. We saw something in the sky, mm. and we could not explain what it was. Well, I, I thought I saw one, but then it was a drone, so it wasn't. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. But it'd be ni- it would be nice. It would be nice if there were, weren't there? Wouldn't it? It would. It, it would. But it would be. It would be exciting. No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's it. Terrible. Nah, it's not terrible. That. No, 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 no. James, listen, I have to go. But it's keep, keep listening. We've got a dominatrix coming up. You might have some questions about that afterwards as well. well that sounds very, very exciting. And thank you so much. And um, it's been great just hearing you. You've made me laugh because it's a bit of a tough time at the moment. And, oh. um, yeah. So thank you. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, mate. And I, I hope things, um, I hope things go on the upswing very, very soon. 
Oh, I'm sure they will. Absolutely. Cheers, James. Thank, Thank you. you. What a nice guy. I've been listening for a few days. Boom, he's calling in, and I like that guy. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. Busy, busy show tonight. Mistress Sophia is coming up next. Um, I'll retweet the diagrams that the professor sent me if you want to have a look at those. They are NSFW, I'm afraid. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Old gamer guy, old Mr. Gamer guy, apparently he's trying to get through. He's the one that said I called all white Christians racists when I did it. He's trying to tried calling in, but they wouldn't put me on. Running scared Ian, get some balls. Just a washed up junkie who only gets airtime by race baiting. I mean, I've got no idea what that means. Anyway, you want to give us a call, Miss Old Mr. Gamer Guy, 0344-499-1000. We'd love to talk to you, buddy. Now, here's something. Um, I can't remember why we were talking about Mistress Sophia. In the, 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 why, why, why she popped up. I know she's been on the show before when I was off. Oh, we saw her in the paper because she's got a book out. And she's had another interview recently about Gee, it. Yeah. Well, we, we have her on the line now. Let's go to Mistress Sophia. Good evening, Mistress. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm very well, and how are you? Very, very well, thank you very much indeed. You have a book. I wasn't aware there was a book. Let's get the plugs in at the beginning, and we'll get them out at the end as well. What's the book, Sophia? If I may call you Sophia. uh, Yes, it's called From the Mrs. to Dominatrix. 
and now I heard you because I you came on last time when Catherine was hosting and I was off. Uh, yeah. But I was listening. Um, man alive, that's some story you've got there. <laughs> well, it's all in the book. For those, and don't give away too much of the book, and we'll, we'll give out links at the end where people can buy it, and we'll we'll, we'll tweet it as well. Um, okay. But to give us a, a, a brief summary, you were. If I've got this right, uh, in inverted commas, a normal everyday housewife, and then um, yes, I uh, was. And then you decided to change things a bit. Well, it wasn't as simple as that. Go on, tell I, me. I was um, a downtrodden housewife. Um, I was married to a bully, and I don't mean physically. He he mentally abused oh, me. Oh, I'm so, I didn't realise um, that. I'm sorry to hear that. And he had a lot of affairs. And I went through a lot of years putting up with it, forgiving him, you know, the way you do. Yeah. Uh, until I got to a stage where um, I I had my life mapped out. And he upped and left, just literally out of the blue, and uh, left me in a very bad way financially because he... Um, he he knew he was going. He, he got he went off with his younger model, and it was planned for about a year before he went. So, oh, so he'd done he all paid. the biz- he'd done all the money and the and siphoned yeah, everything off. He, he hadn't paid any utility bills. Um, he, he you know it was pretty gruesome. I was fifty nine, and that was scary. So I I kind of went to pieces. I just curled up on the sofa and stayed there for about three months. Yeah, understandable. Um, I didn't. I didn't dress, I didn't wash, I didn't eat. I lost about three and a half stone. Um, and I was very selfish. My children were going through it. They'd lost their father. They had nothing to do with him now. Um, and then one day my daughter, uh, and this is absolutely true, she sat on the sofa and she, was, she started to cry. So I kind of brought myself together and said, what's the matter? Um, thinking it was something to do with her, uh, what was going on in her life. And she said, we think you're going to die. Oh, blimey. And, and that was the catalyst, really. That, yeah. That's what made me... It was like a, a light switch going on. And I, I kind of pulled myself together. And then I realized that I was in a, a dire financial straits. And I had to do something about it. I, I was working, but I hadn't been to work for the three months. Um, but it was only a part-time job as a chef. Um, and I did go back, but I realized um, very quickly that I needed more than I was making yeah. to, to sort out some of the debts. And I, just by chance, I was um, watching the television one night, and I came across a documentary about phone sex. And I thought, I don't know, I could give that a go. Uh, my youngest son said, Mom, I've only got to say the word sex to you, and you go bright red. Oh. But I said, yeah, well, you know, a needs must. And so I, I applied to a, um, a company and they said I had a good phone voice. So um, off I went. And, and I, I got on quite well after a few um, glitches. And, Go and on, what, was the, what was the, the first call? The first call comes in. I'm guessing it, 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 you don't sit in an office. It's routed to your phone, is it? Well, it, yeah, you it, it's, you can only do it on a landline. Right. And, and they don't phone me. They phone the company and the company puts them through. Okay. And then, so go on, the first call, and it came through and you went, oh, crikey, this is it. Here we go. Right, okay. Deep breaths. I can do this. How did the first one go? 
Well, very badly because I'd had about a bottle and a half of wine. Oh Christ! Because I was absolutely <laughs> shitting myself. Yeah. So, so it didn't go very well at all. Um, and then the second one, I hadn't, I hadn't done any studying or, or googled anything because I, I thought, I, I really thought it was going to be more simple than it was. And he said he was into water sports. Oh no! And I started talking about jet skiing. Oh god! And um, because I, I was literally that dim. Um, so of course I, I, I then studied. I bought books. I. And um, uh, and so by the time I'd done about two or three years, I was extremely uh, proficient at, at what I was doing. And I was noticing that there were more and more that were, wanted to be dominated. They wanted some sort of domination. And they got to a stage where they would ask if they could come and see me. Well, of course, we're not allowed to give out no. details or take details. But I would kind of, some of them would say, well, I'm going to say my number anyway. And I'd be saying, well, I can't take it down to cover myself because, you know, um, the calls were monitored. And I'd scribble down the phone numbers. Others would just say, oh, that's a shame. And I'd think, oh, well. And um, and then I would text them. And that's how it started, That really. must have been terrifying, though. The first time you send out the t a text to a guy who you've had a bit, you know, spoken a bit dirty to on the phone, and then you're making, because that's all fantasy, right? Because they've dialed an 0898, whatever it is now. Yeah. They've, dialed yeah. a, they've dialed a computer that's farmed it out to you, but suddenly you're entering the real world by contacting yeah. them directly. That must have been terrifying. It was, um, I wouldn't say it was terrifying, but if I'm absolutely honest, it, it, I was intrigued more than anything, and my daughter was here, so it wasn't like he was coming here and I was on my own. There well, were two of us. Well, hang on a uh, second. How old was your daughter at the time? At the time, she was um, in her mid-twenties. Okay, and what did she think about... Now, listen, and I know, and I, I suppose we should say this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but being a dominatrix is not the same as, as, as being an escort, or, or we, we used to say a prostitute, because you're not having sex with them. No. Um, so, um, so it's slightly different from... It was significantly different yeah. from that, but you are still engaging in, um, it, you know, in bedroom practices. I'm try, I don't quite know what the, the right yeah. language you... But yeah, you're not having I, I, sex. I, yeah, I suppose I'm very passionate that people understand that we are not escorts. Yeah. Nobody touches me apart from my feet, ever. Um, Ooh, she, hang on a second, did you hear that, Kath? She got, she, she, she got all stern there. Don't mess she, with her. She did it. <laughs> no one touches me ever, apart from my feet. Very stern, I like that. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So, um, but, but the, the, the first guy that came, he turned up as, um, well, let's call him Mark, and he was dressed very smartly, and he took me out to dinner, and he was actually, um, he was, he was quite alpha. Um, and so we, we had dinner, we came back, he actually stayed um, for the weekend, so I, I went in all, all guns blazing. I didn't just do an hour session. Yeah. Um, he'd come down from London, so um, and I let him use. I had a spare room at the time, so I let him use that. Whereas now, if they stay for a night, they get locked in a cage. Oy. But then it, it, everything's a learning curve. Yes. And then when we came back from having dinner. Uh, my daughter was sitting watching the television. We came in and he, he said, may I go and get uh, changed, please, mistress? So I said, yes, of course. 
So I, I allowed him to go up thinking he was going to come down in a little maid's outfit. Well, he came down in a little pair of leather shorts oh. with a, a spiky collar on. And uh, he had a really good body. And, <laughs> yeah, good um, for him. And I, so I sat there with my mouth open and my daughter realised I was flummoxed and said, um, okay, go in there and take the washing out and do this or do that. And she kind of took over. Um, and then he came and he was hanging this wash. My dark dryer had broken down, so he was hanging the washing on the uh, on this um, clothes horse. And she was mouthing something at me, and I I was saying what what, and I realised she was saying he's got a semi. Well, I mean that was just horrific to me because um, I was quite rude then, uh, and um, so I had to sort of um, cope with that and. Uh, and then he fell to his knees and started kissing my feet. Yeah. And that was something that was really embarrassing. And, and my daughter was gazing around the room, not knowing what to say. But, of course, I had to try and pretend that this was something I was used yeah. to doing. And then he said, could he go and get changed again? So by this wow. time, I was thinking, oh, my God. It's like Cher. So he went upstairs. He came down this time in a little... Um, red baby doll ensemble all sort of frills and uh, quite cute actually yeah, very pretty um asked me if i put his lipstick on which i did wow and um he had a wig he had he had all the trims luckily because i had nothing i mean i i, I had no equipment really and um and then he asked if he could clean well by this time it was bedtime so i i just kind of said well yeah go on then i'm going to bed well, he he cleaned until about three o'clock in the morning, and um, now listen, the, the, Sophia, Mistress, I get I get the the sub dob thing, right? I don't give away too many secrets, but I, I get it, right? I get it. I, t- I get it's nice being tied up, dressing up, getting a little bit spanky, all of that stuff. I get it. Yeah. I don't get the cleaning. Where where well, does the pleasure for for the for the guy come from? The cleaning because it's it's true servitude. And that's what they want to do. Right. Whether they're whether they're sissies and dressed up, or just slaves and um, either in leather pants or or naked or just in a chastity device, it uh, it doesn't matter as long as they're just doing my bidding. They want to please me, so whatever I tell them to do, they will do. Now, you mentioned um, chastity devices. We've looked through your timeline. I've, I've looked at as much as I can bear because, my God, <laughs> that bloke's poor backside. But they have, you have, um, I, d- I don't know what the phrase would be. I'm going to call it um, cock stocks. It's like the stocks that you put someone's head and arms in to throw tomatoes at, but it's 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 for the penis. Yeah. That, that, now, <laughs> now, I've seen some things in my time, Sophia, but I've never seen anything like that. Where, where does one get one? And Well, it was, it was made... It was made for me. By it's one bespoke. Of, of course, it's bespoke. So it, it's um, bespoke to me. So you've gone from having no nothing at the start, and, and we have looked at your pictures and we've enjoyed your timeline a lot today, to having what looks like a huge collection of paraphernalia. Yes, it's taken me a lot of years to to acquire it. A lot of it I have I have been gifts, but a lot of it I've got myself. So um, um, yeah, it's a mixture and. Um, and it, I'm very proud of it, and I, I love my playroom. And is it, you know, without again, without giving away too much, you, you live in a normal house, you know, in a normal street? and I do. Right. Yeah. 
do your neighbours know what you do? Absolutely. They do? Yes, uh, yes, of course. Oh, well, I, I, I've done a couple of documentaries. Okay, and, right. Uh, so you've been, you've been on TV so and you, you, don't, you don't hide your face in any of the pictures. Didn't you do first dates as well? Yes, I did that twice. Yes, there we go. Did you? Because I was asked to go on that and I said no. Oh. What, what, who did they match you up with? How did that go? Oh, dreadful. He was um, like a naughty schoolboy, and uh, and seemed to think that I was besotted with him. Well, he couldn't have been more wrong. Right. He was arrogant. He was rude, not just to me, to all the staff. Because they edited a lot of it out. Of course. Um, and um, and at the end of it, when they said, "Do you want to see each other again?" I he said, "Yes, let's do this." And I said, "Absolutely not." Um, so then he he went on and said, "Well, can I have another crack at it?" Well, I was still sitting there. But um, they'd already asked me to go back on again. But they, but he he was just yeah. The second one was lo- a lovely guy, but w- there was no spark. No. So your neighbours? Um, did you did, did did you tell them? Look, you're going to be seeing a few guys coming and going at weekends, or did they I, see I, you on the TV? Yeah, I told them what I was going to what I was going to be doing. Right. And they they were fine. I've got great neighbours, and um, and they're fine. I don't flaunt it in their faces. No. It's all very discreet. Um, I've had a sissy cleaning my windows occasionally, but it's always been when everyone's at work, yeah. when any kids are at school. I don't do anything. I've taken a puppy for a walk in the park, but I, no, I knew that there'd be no kids about. When you say puppy, you mean you mean a guy? Yeah. Dressed up I, with, with something shoved up his, his, his a tail, shoved up his jacksy. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. Well, he he, he didn't actually have one at that particular time okay. because he was all dressed in latex and there was no hole in the latex wow wow okay. so, um, so he wasn't really he committed had the mask on and paws he and wasn't committed to the role this guy this guy's a <laughs> lightweight if you're gonna do it you need a tail shoved up there oh he does have a tail okay uh, at other times it was my choice for him not to have it good for you well you're you're you're, you're very kind mistress and it must be appreciated go on Kathy, <laughs> you're gonna see say i was gonna ask you about the sort of practicalities of it and obviously you know you've got all these um equipment so people don't have to bring a toolbox when they come and see you and stuff but i imagine your house is is it pristine or do they do a, a bit of a rubbish job Oh no no they well if they don't if they don't do a job that I want they get punished right so of course they do as a, a good a job I can't remember the last time I changed my bed I it, it's got to be a couple of years because I have a sissy that does it um, uh, and they do you know they do everything polishing cleaning um, washing up. I must be honest, well, after the first guy who stayed the weekend, it, it took Amy and I about six months to find everything. He had OCD and he put everything <laughs> away into drawers. <laughs> so we we couldn't find spoons and God knows what for su- such a long time. But my kitchen has never been so clean. Mm. I could do one of those for a weekend. Do you, if I ask anything that's inappropriate, do tell me to jog on, uh, jog on, Sophia. But do you, do you have a partner now? Do, 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 have you had partners while you've been doing this? I just wondered what um, they made of it no i haven't really had i've had little flings but i don't i no, i don't have a partner and i haven't really had a partner and i'm and that's how i'm happy yeah you're you're, you're satisfied with, with that yeah, situation I, I, you know i go out to dinner with a slave so it's not as if i'm short of um going out for dinner or anything like that um but as i say i have had the odd little you know fling but but 
uh, that's all it is. I don't want to be involved with anybody. I'm happy the way I am. What is it? What is it? Uh, is, is, am I right in suggesting that, that the kind of the, the domination thing, the, the, the man being dominated by a woman, is a particularly British thing? Is oh, it? gosh, no. No, really? Oh, it's, all, it's everywhere, is it? You get it's people from all so over the world. I'm really big in India. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, all over the world, really. Uh, I, I write a blog, and I, I get um, a, a lot of followers on that. I started that when I was doing the phone work, because my daughter said it, it was so funny, you've got to write it down. Yeah. And that kind of led on to me writing the book. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not just an English thing. It, it's um, America, everywhere. And what is it? Why, you know, I don't mind, you know, being a bit tied up and have a little bit of a spank every... I don't mind that. I don't want to go into too much detail. But I, I, I don't want to analyse it too much because I, I wonder what what it is. Is it because... You know, men are traditionally kind of the powerful ones or seen as the powerful ones and the money, you know, I'm generalizing massively and that, it, that they just like handing over. What is it, do you think, from your experience that, that means people want to okay, do this? Um, what I find is um, a, a lot of men that come to me have got very high power jobs. I mean, things like judges, solicitors, doctors and um they, they have stressful jobs. They come through my door, and I can see them about to burst. They are right. kind of, you know, um, by the time they leave, they have a smile on their face. They're relaxed, and they, uh, it, it's like it's kind of a hobby. Yeah. But they leave all their stress behind, and they do a lot of talking as well. And I encourage that. I suppose it's um, in, a, in a similar way to that. Some people like going and playing a game of golf. Some like going down the pub for a few pints with their friends. It's release, it's, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, and a lot of them do have problems, and um, they they find they they want to tell me, they want to talk to me about it, and that's fine. And I care about them. They're not just. Uh, it's not just a money making machine. Mm. They. Um, I have a uh, lot of empathy with them, and um, I, I, I give me a submissive man any day. They are sweethearts. Ever they can't do enough for you. Ever had any trouble? Ever had anyone co coming in and, 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 you know, trying to cause a scene or something? I had one, and that was an American uh, guy that was in the forces, and he, at the end of his session, he asked for a glass of water, and um, while I was getting the water, he opened my diary and took his money back. Oh. And um, I've got a PA who is uh, very good, um, who is also a, a sissy. And um, she's very, very on the ball. And she found out all about him and sent her an email to his commanding officer and, and to his parents. Oh, Yowza. yes, well done. Well done, yeah. little thief. So... Yeah, and in the end, he said he would send me the money, and I said, well, transfer it. He said, no, I'll send it in an envelope. Well, uh, well, I, I expect you can guess what happened. I got the envelope, and when I opened it, it was empty. Yeah, yeah. So I sent him an email, and, and he said, uh, you're lying. Here the money go. was in it. You've yeah. taken them. Well, that, you, you could see that coming. Oh, what a nasty piece Oh, of and work. his commanding officer also said, 
because I had a captain that got in touch with me, an English captain who'd seen it on my Twitter, and he said, would you mind if I intervened and got in touch with his commanding officer? And I said, you know, yeah, fill your boots, have a go. And his commanding officer said, what my men do when they're out of the country is no concern of mine. So. Oh, yeah, St- stealing from, from working women. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice move. Kath, you, you were going to say something. Go on, sorry. I just wondered how... <coughs> we're going to plug the book in a second, guys, so get your pens and papers. Your feelings about men have or haven't changed. Obviously, you had a horrible experience when you were married, and then this yeah. is quite an extraordinary thing you've been through for the last number of years. Do you feel I, differently I, about men? I get... I do get asked this a lot, um, that am I taking it out on men because of... Because I haven't particularly had a very happy adult life until the last... 10 years or so um but actually that that's not the case at all i i am actually a sadist but it took me a lot of years to find that out so i enjoy giving punishment but i only enjoy it if i'm giving punishment to a masochist so i wouldn't have somebody come in well i I did it once but that was a mistake (laughs) when he came to worship my feet and i read it wrong but um normally uh, I I would follow what they want. So I will say, give me a rough idea of your kinks before they come. And then um, I'll kind of follow on. So if somebody said, says they're not a pain slut, then I'm not going to cane them. Because what's the point of that? They just won't come back. No, exactly. Have you developed a bit of a sixth sense? When you meet people in a social surroundings, do you... Can oh, you read oh, them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I can... Um, I can usually tell if somebody is kind of um beholden to his partner that he is uh submissive yeah there's little giveaway telltale signs mm. um I, I i love this i think what you do is fantastic and um you know i think it's it's, it's good and it's healthy to laugh at sex because sex is silly you know you imagine Imagine watching yourself and your partner having sex. It would look ridiculous. But it's also good, I think, you know, to explore all these different things. I've been doing, you know, I've, I've, I've recently come out as bi and, uh, you know, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm starting to uh, accept some of the things that I've done and some of the things that I would like to do. And it's it's important and healthy. And we get very hung up in, in, in this country, maybe elsewhere as well, I don't know, about what turns us on and what what we like and you know here's the thing if you could if, if something in inverted commas weird turns you on there'll be somebody else who, who it who it works for as well you know and i think as long oh, as absolutely you know people will come in and the guys will say uh oh, i know you're going to think i'm i i'm crazy i'm kinky i'm this i'm perverted but absolutely not because mm. I probably had about 10 or 11 that week who said exactly the yeah, same thing. That's the thing. And, and it's not, it's not, they're not perverted. They are just, they just have little kinks. Yeah. And, and why not? It's what make the, makes the world go round. As long as they're not harming anybody. Okay, they might be harming themselves. Yes. But that's just because they want to. Yeah. Where the, where the pain element is. But you know, they're not, they're obviously, um, there are, there are hard lines and so anything to do with children yeah, of course. is is totally out of the question i've never been asked but um apart from that what harm are they doing so they want to wear a pink frilly dress so what if it's consensual if if both sides are loving it who cares what it is who cares exactly. if there's money exchange who cares 
Exactly. Um, that guy, I, th I really am worried about that guy's bum on Twitter that you've posted. Did you put some Savlon on that afterwards, or what, what yeah, what's the deal? He, he, yeah, I, I'm, I know exactly what I'm doing now. He wanted to go on longer, aye, aye, aye. but I, I knew we had reached our limit and that he, he he'll heal. But give it a couple, two or three weeks and he'll heal. Had I gone on longer... And that w could have developed into something yes. a, a bit more serious. So I do know when to stop. Uh, Mr. Sophia, so nice to talk to you. Thank you, Catherine, for introducing me to her. Because I, I listened when you spoke to her before, and it was great. Give us the name of the book again, and 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 where to get it. Okay, it's uh, from the Misses to Dominatrix. I've taken it off Amazon because I've sold nearly seven thousand copies on there and made a pittance. Oh, they give so you hardly anything. Amazon are terrible for small traders oh, like you. They're awful. Dreadful. I think it's about £120 for 7,000 Jesus. Copies. Yeah. So now it's on Payhip. If you put in Payhip for Sherry Lever, you'll get the book. It is in hardback. Of course it but, is. Um, <laughs> I've got boxes and boxes of it. So I'm the one who sells it in hardback. And I do some motivational speaking, so I take the boxes along and um oh brilliant hey listen if you w w if you send me or Catherine a tweet at some point either tonight or tomorrow with with all the links in we will get that out there and we'll point people in your direction i'm getting a copy this sounds like a oh, great that's book great thanks thank you so nice to talk to you thanks so much for your time you're welcome there we thank go. You. Bye she, now. she was brilliant well, I listened when I, when, when I was off and um, I heard her and she was great. And you're absolutely right. She's brilliant. We all have a little snigger at this, all this kind of stuff. But, there, uh, uh, you know, there'll be people at home going, oh, that sounds all right. You know, that sounds, or some people go, that sounds outrageous and disgusting. But yeah, do you know everyone's what? There'll, got their own thing. There'll be other people wishing they had the courage to have a go. Everyone's got their own thing. Well, when we get the... Um, the tweet from her we'll, we'll 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 retweet it and we'll put all the stuff out right oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio the radio show where the owls are not what they seem do you or have you ever watched twin peaks the late night alternative with ian lee we could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams on talk radio There we go. 03444991000. Some of you are struggling to listen on the apps. You can always listen on DAB. You can always go to talkradio.co.uk. Let's go to Brian. Good evening, Brian. Hi. I've just uh, tuned in not long ago, so I've only heard little bits of it, but I just found that um, quite amusing. It's obviously not for me. Obviously not for you. Why? Why is it not for you? A little bit of, little bit of wearing some um, oh. leather shorts and getting your bum spanked. What's wrong with that? Oh no, it's not my. Let me slap your thing, bum. Really. Bend over. Let me slap your bum, Brian. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm just saying, boy. Naughty, Naughty Brian. Dirty Leave him alone, boy. <laughs> I was going to say that would be. I can imagine. I can see Theresa May doing that kind of thing because she obviously likes power. Well, what do you think of that idea? Why are you, why that are you imagining a <laughs> strong, powerful, professional woman in no, such well, a... No, why are you imagining Theresa May? I think... Because she's, basically, uh, she's a useless politician. She made a right mess of I, everything, so... I... See, here's the thing. I think that, like, like uh, Sophia said, that it's the, um, the people who are in power as their job 
they're generally yeah. the ones that then like to bend over the back of a chair and be hit by a hairbrush. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I would always, when you see someone in power, I always think, ah, I bet they got some women's underwear on underneath them, the blokes. And that they go home and they, you know, get tied up. That, that seems to be the way I think. I, I can't imagine that someone who, you know, is in charge of the country, then goes home and carries on no i think to a certain extent right i can understand why if you have loads of res responsibility and power you want to go home and have someone else take control for a while and so th an extension of that is you know maybe being treated a little bit naughty you're a naughty boy brian <laughs> naughty <laughs> naughty brian what are you absolutely what? naughty hey, <laughs> thank you very much brian we got there in the end good evening clive Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hi, Clive. What can we do for you tonight, sir? Um, well, I'm just really phoning up to say um, thank you to you guys for, uh, for getting me through some difficult times and, uh, Ian, for um, sharing all your your bits and pieces that you're going through. I, I suffer from uh, from depression and uh, anxiety, and it's just good to hear that there's someone in the public eye who's happy to to talk about these things. I'm hey, nice one, man. What's, um, what's been going on with you? If you don't mind, you don't have to tell us. I realise it's a really personal question. You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. You can tell me to get lost. No, not at all. Um, I, I just to, um, t tell you, I normally listen on the podcast. Thank you. So, uh, and Kath helped me on Twitter the other day by advising me to unsubscribe and then subscribe again because there was that problem going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that worked. That's just the version, uh, that's just the online version of turn it off and turn <laughs> it on again. This is very true. It's the same thing, it's the same thing. <laughs> um, I, um, I've got uh, an autistic six-year-old daughter. Okay. How, 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 um, listen, six-year-olds are exhausting at yes. the best of times. I imagine that, that autism perhaps creates slightly different the, the problems, and I say problems yeah. in the way that all parents have problems. I'm not saying that she is because of her condition, but they're probably slightly different. Yes, yes, definitely. There's there's challenges, yeah. and I, I've suffered uh, from depression since uh, well, I think since my mum died in the early nineties when I was only about ten, eleven years old. Yeah, and, uh, and then it's kind of spiralled on into my adult life, where you know I'm happily married with with. Uh, wife and the daughter and everything like that and yet I just had these times when I spiral down into a black crevice and it's lonely huh yes even though you've got everything around you and you yeah. can't explain what the problem is and people say well what, what's wrong why are you why are you feeling like that and you just say oh, I, I really I can't tell you I don't know they expect that there's some answer that you can just go, oh, well, this is the problem. And they go, oh, this yeah, is, this sure, is we... what people struggle with. They go, well, why, why are you depressed? You've got money, you've got a wife, you've got, and you go, well, it, it's not, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's, it's the world. It's my soul. It's my brain. Yeah. It's the, it's the air that's choking me. It's not necessarily a matter of things happening to no. make you sad. It's feeling sad and, and not knowing why, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. And when we Very say sad, so. my God, it's all-consuming, yeah. it's all, you know, it's beyond sad, it's incredible. But but let's not dwell too much on, on the dark stuff. Uh, are, you, are you saying that for the moment, and I always think these things are temporary, so I never say you're cured, but are you on the up? Have you turned a corner? How are things at the moment? Yeah, I'd say at the moment think things are chugging along nicely. I've, Wicked. I've just been put on a, on a different medication, and it seems to be 
you're doing the trick. Nice one, Clive. Well, listen, I, I, I really appreciate, uh, and I know we've kind of veered slightly away from the mental health stuff a bit, but I don't want anyone to think that they can't call in to share that stuff because that stuff is more important than us, you know, dicking around talking about bumming aliens. It's, well, maybe it's not. <laughs> well, that maybe bit it's was funny. That bit was good. Well, you wish it happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Um, but uh, I, I, people can find him with and talk about their lives in the way that Clive is, is doing any time they want. You, 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 everyone's very welcome. Um, some holiday. Well, it was six, yeah, six summer holidays, isn't it? How, how, how's oh, it going yeah. so far? What, what are you in, week two? Um, about week three, because she finished early. But, uh, but, yeah, we're just trying to find things to do. And... Isn't it expensive? Yeah. Everything's expensive. Everything. Because, I, I, listen, I, I'm all right. I've got a couple of quid. I'm okay. But I'm booking things, because I've got the boys for a few weekends. We're going to Italy next week, but I've got a few weekends. And so there's an Adams Family musical on near me. Take three kids. Me and two kids, it's 65 quid. I've booked a session at, there's this, there's this a lake near the boys where they have, like, inflatable obstacle coursing. That's cost a fortune. Everything is so expensive, Clive. Yes, definitely. How is it? How is anyone's even, even the cinema, you know. Oh, God. About 30, 40 quid once Isn't you it? put everything else on top. Well, you, you want to get some sweets and stuff. Yeah, you're right. A couple of drinks. Tell you what the best investment we've made this year. Yeah. Paddling pool. Mm. They're in there. Well, as soon as it's, you know, not too hot in the afternoon, well, they're again, in there all that's after lucky evening. If you're lucky enough to have a garden. I suppose. Not yeah. everyone. Again, I am. That My best investment has been the fire pit. You know, it's 25 quid on Amazon and the boys love it. But again, yeah, you're living on space. the 15th floor, you know, I would suggest do not have a fire pit on the balcony <laughs> of a block of flats, Clive. <laughs> or, or a paddling pool. That's a terrible. Sit him in the bath. <laughs> Put the kids in the bath, Clive. <laughs> or the sink. <laughs> yeah, very true. Hey, listen, man, thanks so much for calling. I, I, I really appreciate it, and I, I, I've got my fingers crossed for you, brother. Thanks very much, and as I say, I, I love listening to the podcast. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Thanks, I want to say thank you as well to... to um, Oh, Pete is saying he's still having problems with the podcast. Pete, may I suggest, I'm assuming you're using Podcast Addict, may I suggest you use a different podcast app, and I know that's really lousy and really lame. I think we've got as far as we can. The podcast guy don't seem that bothered with the podcasts, and he, he most podcast apps have got them up and running, and the podcast guy seems to think that's good enough. Personally, I don't think it's good enough, and I've got no idea why anyone would consider that to be acceptable. We've been told we're not allowed to tweet the podcast guy because he gets upset. It breaks my heart, Pete, because th- this show feeds my kids, and... Um, and uh, I'm really sorry. Uh, I just want to say, and then we're going to take a break, and we've got Dave, we've got Alistair, and we've got Luke. Um, we were in Belfast over the weekend, Kath and I. We couldn't have been made to feel more welcome. I'm, I'm really sorry I didn't get to go and see Russell. Russell tweeted me. Um, he may call in later, he may not. Um, but I think he was saying it might be tomorrow now. Okay. Saying a very similar thing to... to um, to Clive. Clive, wasn't it? Sorry, I've just said, uh, to Clive there. Uh, uh, let me just read this. He sent a series of tweets saying, if, uh, I'd love it if you come in and see me at work. I'm just around the corner from where you're going to be, but you saved my life. And I went, oh, I'm really sorry, man. We, we didn't get the chance, but thank you. Uh, and then he said, Ian, uh, thank you. I was sitting on a Passover over the West Link in Belfast, listening to your show on my phone that night, and you stopped me from jumping by talking about your own experiences. Uh, no one else saved me that night but you. Well, I, I would argue slightly that you saved yourself, Russell, but you want to include me and Catherine in the show in that? You know what? I'm not, I'm certainly not going to d- d- deny your experience. And, and th- th- he sent me that message last night. Got me. Got me. Really got me. And, um, I had to sit and just have a, 
little moment to take that in because that's some heavy stuff, man, Russell. And I, 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 honestly, when me and Kath see stuff like that, forget the low listener figures. <laughs> Forget the rajars, forget the trouble we have to get in the podcast. That, that is what it's all about, Russell. So thank you, brother. Hang in there. Right, 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Suddenly it's quarter to twelve. What the hell is this show got for us? I mean, we just sat down to start the show. No, it's crazy, isn't it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Hi, it's Pete Price here. Can I replace Catherine Boyle because I'm a much better producer? Um, no, I don't think you can, and I don't think no, you are. No, I can. I do what I like. I'm Pete Price from oh. Radio City. Okay. I can do what I like. Except you're not Pete Price, though, are you? I am Pete Price. You're not Pete Price. And if you've earned over a quarter of what I've earned, then you'll have a great life. I've I've earned um, more than you've learned. Oh, no, you haven't. Yes. I'm Pete Price from Radio City, Liverpool. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. I mean, that's a great, great, great thing. Good evening, guys. Good evening, Alistair. What can we do for you tonight? Um, well, um, I thought that interview with uh, Mistress Sophia was here excellent. We, here we go. And, um, I've never really thought about that before, but I'm, okay. I'm wondering if it might be something that oh. maybe... Yeah. What do you think here? What's your advice? <laughs> what, that you want to have a go at? Yeah. Go and have a go at it. Go and have a go at it. I mean, I just wondered about the... Because I used to be at boarding school, as you know, the spanking yes. that I had that was a child, maybe that might link in somewhere. Uh, it, here's the thing, it, it might do, right, a lot of my sexual behaviour, I can trace some of it back to very specific, uh, uh, events, yeah. uh, when I was, uh, when I was very young, and when I was a little bit younger, and then when I was, when I was a little bit older, and then when I was a little bit older than that, and some of it, just things that I seem to have picked up along the way, but, um, d- d- go and give it a go, if, if that sounded, if talking to, I was talking to Mistress Sophia, kind of got a little... You know, a little yeah. thing going in your, wherever it got it going, in your head, shall we say, yeah, and you make of that as yeah. you will, then go and give it, uh, go and give it a go. And it, here's the thing, if you, if you have to go and, if you can find a partner that will do it, great. If you have to go and pay for it, that's great. I would, would really suggest that you find, and I don't quite know how you would go about doing this, but, uh, you know, don't go and get some Romanian kid or some Polish kid that's that's being oh, exploited no, and no, sex no. trafficked and stuff like that. There are, I know some people don't like this narrative, but there are some people, as we established tonight, some women who actually enjoy... Um, sex work. Th- th- there are loads Ooh. that hate it. There are loads that are forced to do it against their will. There are loads that could certainly be classed as modern slavery and sexual exploitation. All of that. I get that. I'm, I'm, I'm not demeaning them in any way. I'm also not talking about them. There are women, some women, who enjoy what they do. And if you can find someone who enjoys that side of things and you're happy to pay for it, bishy-bashy-boshy, everybody's happy. 
Well, I think I might email Mistress Sophie. I did check her out online. I've listened, and I think she's a she's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful, beautiful lady. She's got a very, very firm hand. But here's the thing as well: you look at the pictures on on her thing, and you think, "Oh my God, that looks harsh." But yeah. but 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 you, you, you go in and you go in and you say, "It's the first time I've done this." And she also sounds like a very caring woman who enjoys her job. Yes. and enjoys so. you know giving pleasure to people in that respect. She's not going to beat the shit out of you on the first session if that's not what you want. You know. Although I think probably for yeah. um, as a responsible broadcaster, we should point out that it, that would be entirely your decision, and we oh, can't yeah, endorse yeah. anyone. No, no, no. We're not telling you to do it. We're not. But I, I, oh, I no. for one, I'm, you know, if, you, if people want to experiment stuff, and that, that, that that's that's cool, you know. Um, but have a look. Speak to her. She might be able to recommend someone near you. I don't know. I don't know. But. Go and play. This is the problem. This is why we had her on. This is why we had Camilla Constance on last week, right? This is why I'm making lots of discoveries about myself. I spent 30-odd years, 35 years, whatever, hung up on all this stuff and all this shame and guilt. And I think that's that's partly why we have so many problems in in terms of all kinds of things. That we get so embarrassed and so ashamed and so, oh my God, I, th- th- this thing gets me hard and it's but it's really bad and it's really wrong. Oh man, it's like they say, as long as it's not kids, as long as it's not animals, as long as everyone's consensual, as long as everyone's having a good time, that's fine, man. You know, do whatever your thing is. If it's blokes, if it's women, if it's getting spanked, if it's dressing up, if it whatever it is, you know, live, hey, experiment, my- enjoy it. Anyway, I'm looking forward to Bath, guys. I'm looking forward to meeting you. I'm looking forward to it as well. And you, listen, you don't have to tell us if you do, but if you if you do go and meet Mr. Sophia or someone, just give us a cheeky little wink when we shake hands in Bath. That's all you got to do. <laughs> See you later, <laughs> so Thank you very much, mate. It's the thing. I mean, obviously, we're not. You know, it's, 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 you're right. We have to be responsible, and but, you know, we can't endorse anybody, and we, we who knows, and all of that stuff. But I do think. I've wasted so much of my time living in shame because of stuff that I've done and stuff that I wanted to do and all of that. <sighs> then I said it, and do you know what? No, I said it, and hardly anyone went, oh, you dirty, oh, God, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not talking to you. You know why? Because everyone's got their own thing yeah. going on. And yeah. I think for a lot of people, they've forgotten it's supposed to be, first and foremost, it's supposed to be fun. I can. Three people don't speak to me as a result of, of what I said the other day. Oh, well. Oh, well, you know, everyone, the amount of support, in Belfast, I was getting people whispering in my ear, just want to say well done about you coming out, all of that stuff, I love it, you know, and um, the sex workers thing is is a tricky one, because there are a significant number of women, and men, but primarily women, that are being exploited, Mm and um, it is sexual abuse, and it's slavery, and they've been, all these horrible, horrible things, but... There is also the narrative that some people deny that there are women like Sophia who enjoy the jobs that they do. You know, they enjoy them. And that's all right. That's all right. Luke! Hello, Ian. Hello, Luke. I'm not happy, Ian. Uh Uh Uh-oh, Luke, what's happened, mate? Talk to me. Talk to me, buddy. You know the Women's World Cup, like, that happened, didn't it? The Women's World Cup, the football, yeah, that, that, um, hang on. No, it did happen. Yeah, it did. Talking about there, and we're not going to have language like that, young man. We're certainly not going to have language like that. Can we put a warning by his name saying, no, 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 no. We'll have, we'll have, we'll have none of that, please. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Isn't it funny? The summer holidays, and we've spoken, I wonder if it is because we've spoken to two independent, <clears throat> strong, it's quite a patronising term, but, you know, sexually, 
confident women that you get little boys, he's a grown man, phoning up and well, being... if you remember, whenever those particular characters phone up, there's always a narrative that's pretty basic like that. Yeah. They either go for me or they have a go about someone else. Yeah, it's, um... It's a, strange, it's a strange one, isn't it? It's a strange one. Very poor effort, Look, Very poor effort. That's men who are a bit frightened of women. I think it must be. I think it's men that frighten of women. Um, there's, I, what, what can I, I say? I watched um, a documentary recently about incels. Now, these are the men that have decided that they don't want to have sex. No, no, no. no. These are men who are involuntarily celebrate okay, and blame sorry. women for being cruel. Right, okay, and, okay. And uh, think it's their right to be able to have sex with whoever they want, and women are just uh, the enemy. Okay. And it's led to violence in, in America. Yeah. Because now there's sort of an online community that people can feel they belong to. Well, was, wasn't um, one of the Simons an incel? Was that, did I get that? Well, he said he felt that he was leaning that way, but okay. I don't know whether he really understood what he, what he okay. was saying. He doesn't call us anymore. Calls James, doesn't call us anymore. Mm. After I called him out. He certainly has got a very complicated yeah. attitude to women. Which I would love to pick apart. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to pick that apart. It's... Uh, He's one of the people who didn't like us discussing anything sexual because it no. made him feel strange. Yeah. I, get, I, you know, I don't get it actually, but you know, we're all we're all different. We're all different, and we've all got different things that uh, work for us or don't work for us, and all of that. You know. I think it's interesting though where where the opposite sex become the enemy. That's uh, goddamn women. I hate you, chicks. Yeah. Your boobs and your butts. Conspiracy. Walking around in dresses and sometimes in trousers. Making me feel like this and not be able to do anything sometimes about it. Sometimes in skirts. Yeah. Sometimes with shoes on. God damn it, I hate you girls. Um, I keep thinking back to Belfast. Wasn't that fun? So much fun. Was there fun? Mm -hmm. Great venue. We we sold about 100 tickets in the end. We didn't think anyone was going to come. And then um, they came to play. It was brilliant. We're going to come back next year. People say, we're going to come back. We'll probably do it next year. I reckon once every 12 months. Because we won't have made any money on that. I've not quite got the figures in yet. But we won't have. We'd have broken even, which is great. And, and, And we'll probably pay for our food, which is great. It kind of wasn't the point. No. Because the no. whole idea, really, of doing these things was to make sure that the show travelled and that we um, kind of made connections in other parts of the country. And yep. I think we've definitely done that. Oh, God, it was absolutely brilliant. <coughs> um, I really, really loved it. Uh, we are kind of just getting a few emails to clarify. We've got a few more dates coming up. Bath in September. Uh, then I think the week after, it's looking like... Just checking the times. We might do it between 5 and 8.30. Um, uh, on the, I think s- September the 14th, I'm guessing slightly, another rabbit hole picture show. My Cousin Vinny It's looking like it's going to be. Then in no October, I'm going to go up to Blackpool for a retro game event. November, Brighton, and um, it's looking like the... Penultimate Christmas, Sunday before Christmas, we'll be doing two shows at the Bill Murray uh, again. I'm just waiting for people to confirm stuff, then I've got to put up the ticket links. I'll try and get the ticket links up before I go away um, next week for the shows that I can. Brighton should be up tomorrow, actually, because Cliff is going to, the guy that works there. And who's brilliant. He's going to, he's nuts. But he's brilliant. I always forget, he has he has a microphone. He don't know how, but he sneakily gave himself a microphone. <laughs> it's like he, the voice of God. Yeah, you have so, his voice chiming in about half an hour into the show. Who the hell is, 
Oh, it's Cliff. Okay, right, fine. <laughs> it's his venue. I can't argue with him. Uh, so we've got a few more dates. IanLee.com slash event is the, um, the place to go. IanLee.com slash event is the place to go for all of that stuff. And it's looking like, I need to check the recording. Maybe it might not be, but we might be putting out a live version of Islands in the Stream as our seven-inch single. I, 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 it may not be. We might need to do something else. I just need to check um, a couple of things. Right. We've got another hour of this to go, dear listener. Another hour. Uh, we've got no one lined up. The switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. So, if you want to give us a call, it's been a little bit fruity tonight. Tomorrow we're going to do a PG show. Uh, we've talked about aliens. We've talked about dominatrices. We have talked about kinks and fetishes. We, but you can talk about anything you want. We've had no calls from any of the tough guys, the alphas, um, that called me out um, as being a nonce and, you know, said that I was lying about Trump and Johnson being a racist. It's almost as if, I don't know, they're chicken. You're very welcome to call and we'll have a nice chat about it. We'll have a friendly chat and we'll shake hands at the end of it. The phone number 03444991000 This is the Late Night Alternative where every weeknight from 10 with Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's with you that I should 
a song. It reminds us, Dave Mason and Cass Elliot. It's 45 years and a day since Cass died, and we love Cass Elliot. It's some album. It, it, it flopped. It sold about 20 copies. But go and get Dave Mason and Cass Elliot. What a record. Um, I was reminded, uh, um, the line in that, um, of, of how um, slow time used to go in the old days. Sit and wonder if you'll call. Do you remember that? When... Um, if you fancied someone or you, or you need to speak to someone and you'd wait for them to call and you could wait like weeks and they might or they might never call nowadays if i need to get hold of you for example i can phone you i can email you i can text you i can whatsapp you oh she read that whatsapp but she's not got why she let me send her another let me send let me tweet her and say ask her why. there's all these different instant instant instant, instant. yeah but there is still a game is is well but the game is slightly different now the game the the game is is a little bit more involved of course there's the you don't want to text them straight after the the first date you know and all of that and how long do you wait and 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 stuff like that but before and also if you went out i'm old enough to know when we didn't have answer phones and if you went out and the house was empty well, did did they you couldn't even 1471 no, you, you had no idea if someone if you I'm just going to pop to the shops for, to get some milk, maybe, but they were, you come back with, did they call then? What was, what was that all about? You had to just sit in the same building as the phone. Absolute agony. And the worst torture. thing was, torture. the phone will be in the hallway, yeah. there'll be one in the house, and your sister's gonna know someone's rung up. And if she answers the phone, I remember my sister doing it to me several times, Catherine, it's a boy. We had uh, the luxury of mum had a phone installed in her bedroom. Oh. We had a second line. Oliver, do you want to even get Booper up? She seems to, we seem to have lost, lost her. Um, well, we had a phone in the... Um, but then does that mean people could spy? Yeah, but you could hear if people... You could hear if people spied. You could hear. That reminds me of when I used to ring my grandma and granddad, right? Yeah. And I would ring up and uh, I'd get grandma on the phone. And we'd be talking for a good 15 minutes before we could hear granddad just sort of, mm, mm. <laughs> and he couldn't be bothered to speak to us, but he wanted to hear it all, and he used to listen on the other line, and sometimes oh. he would interject. How much would you give for one of those phone calls oh, now, I'd though? love it, I'd Wouldn't love it? it. Wouldn't it? Gran- Granddad, are you on the line? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, why? My great-grandmother, Nanny Menagin, I think it was, used to have a phone. We'll come to you in a second, Booper. Um, the phone, but then there was also like an extra earpiece so you could, someone could be on the phone and then someone else could listen in. You see them occasionally uh-huh. on old films from the 40s and 50s. Just another earpiece. No, not a handset, just the earpiece so they could listen in Funny. on what was being said. Remember one of the French exchanges I went to thinking, well, I did judge the parents quite harshly when I went into their ensuite and there was a to- there was a telephone in the toilet. Oh, yeah, they do that a bit. But but nowadays we all we all talk on the phone while I know, we're but having they, poo. They were doing it. Regularly enough to put, a f- I think, well, you know, where dirty, we're going to put this. It's got to go in the this toilet. Is, this is why I voted leave. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening. Good morning. Good welcome. Good day, Boopa. Hey. Good evening. How, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I've got this terrible stomachache. Um, it, 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 I had it for six weeks, then it went for a couple of weeks, and now it's come back with a vengeance. And I, pol- I need to apologise to everybody on that delayed EasyJet flight back from Belfast yesterday because um, I, I use this language d- d- wisely. I dropped a couple of bombs on there. <laughs> yeah, I dropped a couple of bombs on that plane. Now, luckily, they're not the bombs that are going to, you know, blow up. But in many ways, they actually did blow up. 
Um, so it's a tough old flight for everybody, Booper, but that's just the way it goes. Everyone was Gosh, chewing on my Imagine the ground crew when they opened that can <laughs> up. <laughs> How long was the flight? It's only 55 minutes. So we were sitting on the tarmac for about 40, weren't we? We, yeah, uh, we had to, it was two, about two, two so and a half hours. We getting the plane or something. I don't know what, but no, I didn't, well, the plane was late, but it was fine, we, we were two and a half hours late getting on, so we just played, um, Uno for a bit, me and Kath played Uno, and had some nachos, I read my Ringo Starr magazine, and it was, you know, it's, 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 here's the thing, man, I had nothing but to get what? back for, that was, it was all cool. But were you saving all that up for the plane itself? Yeah, I was. I was. No, was there was leakage <laughs> beforehand, Booper. <laughs> there was a little bit of leakage. I'm not well. Here's the thing. As I said to Catherine, right, if I had a working dog that I had to bring in because I'm deaf or I'm asthmatic or whatever, you know, I've got so, a, a bomb sniffer. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, sorry? Is your backside the dog in this scenario? I'm saying if I had a working dog, <laughs> she could not... If she complained about my working dog, Booper, because I had a medical condition... Get out of the sack straight away. I think your dog's dead. The, the sack straight away. That is discrimination in the workplace. Well, my uh, my windy bottom is my working dog. It is. Be I have it because I have a disease. It could be something very serious. I pray. T I pray to God, Catherine. Mm. No, actually, I pray to God it is something serious because then you're going to feel absolutely rotten, and I win. But you'll feel worse. That's true. Then you have to wear a bag. Yeah, I don't want to wear a bag. I pray to God it's not something serious. Um, uh, here we go. This is an interesting d d text. It sounds a little bit like a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up routine, but why do some of us feel the need to stand up and walk about when the phone rings? When I'm talking on I the do. phone, I walk around in a circle, and I'm I really trying to... Around my bed. Do you, do you, are you doing that now, Booper? Yeah. yeah, yeah why? Why is that, man? <laughs> What is that? I have no idea. And today, today, I, today I was on the phone. I think it was today, and I made a real effort. And I was, I, I found myself walking around. I thought, no, I'm going to sit down and take this call. And I really had to sit, force myself to sit down. It's a strange old. If any psychologists or doctors or magicians are listening, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Why do we walk around when we're on the goddamn phone? Booper, what did you call in for tonight? Call in to say I love women. And it's, uh, you know, like, uh, hang on, let me, hang on, let me just write that down. So hang on, let me put that on the list. I've got, I've got a <laughs> list here. Um, gay and not gay. So you're on the not gay side? I'm on the not gay side. Beautiful. Uh, All right. That's what And also yeah. likes women. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> tell me, tell me more about your love of women, Booper, that you felt With, you needed to uh, find a national radio station and express <laughs> this. Has someone, someone been doubting you? Well, no, it was just what Catherine was saying about guys who moan. Yeah, those guys who come on, and that's the joke that women are, you know, have loose morals or whatever, or are not very good at their jobs. Yeah, they just haven't got a clue. Yeah, they're not the man you are, Booper. Try, you try. Can I try? <laughs> but what what used to happen? I tell you now, going back to a phone call thingy, where yeah. you, when you're dating and you're, you're having a chat on the phone, yeah. my dad used to pick up the phone downstairs on the extension yeah. and listen in, spies, to our conversations. And we only knew, because after a while he'd start interfering. <laughs> Not interfering, but, but, like, but but, but in, in the middle of the conversation with him, we go, was that you? No. Well, he'd make agreeing or appreciative noises. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. He'd go, mm. <laughs> mm, yeah, mm. <laughs>
Who was that? Well, that wasn't me. Who, who, no, it wasn't me. Because hmm, there's a deep voice though. Is also, your, is anyone new? This, this is this is in the. I'm guessing we're of a similar vintage, Booper. Yeah, sort of your forties. Yeah, 50, I'm 50 now. Oh, he's so, always got a really young voice. You're a very young voice. Well, that was, and, and kids won't know this now, right? That was in the days when there was one phone, it was in the hallway on the phone table, and some, some posh people had a little chair by it, but otherwise you had to stand by the phone table, uh, and if you were lucky, you had the upstairs extension, and, 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 and there that, was a book next to it with everyone's numbers in. There was, and you, or there was one of those things, there was one of those notepads, but with the pe where the pen would, s there was like the pen lid was part of the stand. Yeah. And you'd slide the pen in and take it out. Like you get in a bank. And you'd have to say, Mom, is it right if I use the phone? Who are you calling? <laughs> Just calling a it friend. Was, it, it was a case of Dad, get off the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, get off the phone. Dad, get off the phone. And then you'd hear the click. And you think, okay. You put the phone down, then then you'd hear it pick up again. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like the old dial phone, so you, then it would pick up again, and you'd hear the click, and you think, oh, he's on it again. <laughs> Did you ever do, you know, you could dial, you know, um, and we worked this out, because my friend's parents would put a padlock on the phone. Wow. You know where you put, like, a little silver <laughs> disc in, in the hole? And yes. In, I guess in the one. You know it, the way to around that, though? Yeah, I do. Go on, tell us. It was tapping yeah. the, uh, you tap, the little black You tap the receiver, you tap the black yeah, buttons, and you could tap out the number what? that you wanted to <laughs> yeah, dial. Yeah. And you could get a... So you, you tap it like, if you wanted eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight, let it settle. One, yeah. two, three, let it no. settle. You'd do it yeah. like that, and it would tap... Yeah. I'm glad you said that, Boo, because I remembered that, and I was thinking, well, that doesn't sound right, but it was, that was how you did it. I never had friends that's with it, a padlock That's how we had to do it. After, 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 Fourteen, fifteen years old, and um, Dad put a lock on the phone. Wow! And that was it. <laughs> I thought, okay. And then uh, I was having a conversation with someone at school, and they said, "Oh, just do this, really?" So I tried it with the speaking clock. The first thing you do is a speaking clock just to try it quickly, yeah, yeah. see if it works. Yeah. Work the fire. Wow! I, I never saw the padlock thing in my friends' houses, but I know that some of them did have a, a money box next to it. And it's like yeah. they were charging for calls. Here's the thing as well. Did you know you can't do it now, and you're not been able to do it for years? And this is, and I'm about to say something that was vandalism as well. Um, that on the old BT payphones, when they introduced twenty pence pieces, if your hand was small enough, right, you could put your hand up the slot. And then right up there was a little switch, and if you flicked it, your 20 pence fell back out again, and you still had the credit. So you could, in theory, say in theory, and in practice, just keep putting the same 20 in, get your hand up there, flick the switch, it came down. You could get like five, ten quid. Wow. Out of one 20 it pence. Worked, it, it, it worked with 10 pieces as well. Did it work with 10 pieces? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no! No wonder they had we to get rid of Busby. Yeah, yeah, we was on the corner of our road, there was a phone box, we used to buy that, that used to get slaughtered. Yeah. We used to come, try and collect money, and there was never any money in it. Yeah, no, but you could, sometimes, well, sometimes as well, you could flick this switch, and, and money would fall out of it. It would, it was like winning <laughs> on the, on the gamblers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> on the pokies. It was, it was, and that was sweet shop money. Uh, that, yeah, and now, now, you, you have to go and steal a mobile phone off an old guy. Yeah. Doesn't know hey, what's going go. on. You have to take off your... We don't <laughs> encourage <laughs> violence. Do it peacefully. Um, all right, Booper, so you're not gay, you like women, and your dad <laughs> used to spy on you. <laughs> nice one, man. Thank you very much. I was covered a lot of ground in that call. Thank you, Booper. 03 
444991000. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm so disappointed. Why? Not one of those guys calling me a nonce, laughing about my marriage breaking down, my drug addiction, my, my sexuality. All those people that claim that I was saying all racists, all white people are racist, all Christians are racist. Not one of those people that accused me of betraying my country. Not one of those people that said I was lying when I stated the facts that Boris Johnson and, and Donald Trump are racist. Not one of those people has called in. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if it's because I, I can only think of two reasons, right? And if this is unfair, let me know. The reason one is they're chicken, but they can't be chicken because they were so tough online. They yeah. were so tough. Mm -hmm. Very bad language, very aggressive, saying very personal things like this. They can't be scared. The only other reason I can think of, and I don't like thinking this, but they're just too pig shit stupid to know how to use a telephone. That yeah. could be the only... It's one of those two things. They're chicken or they're thick. Three. Yeah. They're not allowed to use a telephone. Okay. In the, okay. In the, the wherever it is they are staying. Yeah. Or their moms won't let them. Yeah. That's a real um, shame. Four. They're not guys. real people. Ah, bot, bot. Your bot, bot. Smack your bot, bot. Or they don't want their boss to recognize their voices. Yeah. It's a real shame. Guys, it's open. I'm up for having a nice, friendly chat about why you want to defend Donald Trump and Boris Johnson, who have both used racist language and terminology in the past, and therefore, to me, means they're racist. The case for Trump is definitely stronger than the case for Johnson. Definitely. Give you that. But there is a case for both of them. There is a case for both of them. I'm not butthurt. I'm not tearing my hair out. I'm not all the the things that you thought. You guys seem to be butthurt and seem to be tearing your hair out. And also, none of you guessed correctly what my view on Brexit was. Not one of you. Not one of you. And not one of you even asked me what my view on Brexit was. I don't know why you would want to. It's irrelevant to this thing, but you guys kept bringing it up. But you, you all tried to guess my view on Brexit, and you don't know. You don't, you've not even come close to it. So, um, that's a real disappointment. 0344, I say it slowly. Oh, that's the one that looks like a zero. And if you're going to tap it out on a receiver, that would be 10. You'd have to tap that. Oh, right, one, two, okay. Three, I did four, wonder. Five. You couldn't do it. Too, if you hit it too hard, that would reset the whole thing. You'd have to, you'd have to just, just rock it. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Hannah says, "Oh, it's past their bedtime. That's true. Could be past their bedtime." Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be streaming on Twitch. Um, today, you could watch me alphabetizing, 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 mm -hmm. organizing, putting them in alphabetical order. My CDs because they got a little bit messed up. Most of them were in alphabetical order anyway. But I had a big bag full of CDs that have been cleared out of my car by the coppers after the crash. I've lost two of my um, Sergeant Pepper's discs from my very expensive Sergeant Pepper box set. They got lost in the car crash. That was heartbreaking, but 
That's how it goes. That's how it goes. I lost discs two and four. That's fine. That's how it goes. Um, but I've wanted to do that for ages and, um, and I've sorted them out and I need to get some more D- CD shelves. <laughs> Lesson. Uh, or get rid of some? No, I did throw two away. Oh, okay. <laughs> threw two away. But I'll stream some games tomorrow. Now I've got my new Odroid, my Odroid, this wonderful machine that, that emulates all this stuff. It's incredible. And now I'm eyeing up a backlit Game Boy Advance. But that's by the by. Catherine Boyle. Yeah. Finish the yawn. Done. You stifled it very well. I'm used to it. Uh, what happened to the guy that played Stifler? Stifler. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I saw him, I started watching something and he was in it, but it was something old. He, him and Jason, not Jason Schwartz guy from the star of American Pie. Yes. What happened to him? He was going to be big. What I, happened to those guys? I guess guys? they got typecast because they did so many of those films. Possibly. He's in a great film, the star of American Pie. It's a great film with Jack Black. Yeah. And I can't remember who the third person is in it. Don't care if Jack Black's in it. I'll watch it. It's it's such a funny film. It's called, it's got two names. Uh, 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 in America, it's called Saving Silverman. I can't remember which, it might be the name of it. Um, and it's Jack Black and the guy from American Pie and the third guy play Neil Diamond impersonators. Oh. Oh, it's great. And it's like a romantic comedy and, and all of this. And uh, at the end, th- th- spoiler alert, the, the girl is going to marry someone else and they're going, well, we can't do this. And Jack Black goes, dudes, we got to kidnap Neil Diamond. Oh. And they do. And it's brilliant. It's such a funny film and it just got totally totally overlooked by and it's so funny what have you got and i'm going to find oh. out exactly what that film's called jason biggs jason it's, biggs now seems we're doing a lot of television oh i liked him but, um yeah he uh he can't what's that i think it's saving silverman i'm gonna look for um, okay, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got something about um, Stonehenge. Evil Woman as well, it was also. Evil Woman, it may have been called over here. Come on, Stonehenge. 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 The colossal stones used to create Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Are actually made from the body parts of a giant, according to a wild conspiracy theory, which I think is quite judgmental. Okay. We don't know. Oh, it might gi- not be wild. Well, so we saw a giant in Ireland. We did, a natural giant. He must have been about seven foot three. He was, it, honestly, because I, I get excited when I see people taller than me, and I will quite often. Uh, this is a bit mean, but I'll quite often go and stand behind them and ask Kath to t- take a picture. Not for public consumption, for my own thing, because it's unusual. Uh, we didn't with this guy, but he was well over seven foot. Yeah, your, the top of your head came to his shoulder. Le- it was lower than that. Because I kept going, oh my God, look at the size of that guy. And you're going, where? Where? And I said, look at the size of, where? Where? I said, look up. Oh, that guy. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. It was like two of me in an overcoat. It was, it was, it was wonderful. I mean, the trouble that guy must have, but, um, okay, go on. Giants. Yeah. The origins of Stonehenge has baffled historians for generations, says the Daily Star, well known for its bafflement of historians. Yep. Yep. Archaeologists believe the stone structure was constructed from 3000 BC to 2000 BC, but now a researcher claims the huge stones are made from a giant's body parts. WTF? What Ro- are you saying to me? Roger Spur, who's 70. By the way, I've, I'm sorry, I've, I've just bought Evil Woman stroke Saving Silverman for £2.50. We're watching that. It's a great film. 
Away you go. Roger Spur, 70, believes that the stones are the bones of a giant, <laughs> which are referenced in the Bible in the book of Enoch. The stones, bones are made of bones, not stones. Well, an ancient Jewish religious text. Oh, According to the careful. Enoch text, this is the thing. Did you ever watch that, um, Noah's Ark with, uh, what's his name? Um, Gladiator. Crow. Yeah, Russell. And it was, it was like a big cube. Big, um, it was a big box. Yeah, right. To looking but like there a were boat. giants in it. Yeah. And, and apparently they are featured in the Bible, like the very old Bible. Yeah. Um, and so I think this is what they're talking about. According to the Enoch text, God created a flood around 4,300 years ago to destroy the sons of God who'd become wicked and corrupt. We know that. The flood is said to have destroyed everyone on earth apart from Noah and those on the ark. The Noah had sex with his daughter. Uh, don't well, talk about that too much, guys. When, but he was his daughter-in-law, wasn't it? No, it was his daughter. I thought he only had three sons. Maybe he had sex with his daughter-in-law. But he was about seven hundred years old at the time. So you, you can, your eyesight goes. You don't know which hole you're going in. <sighs> and also, I think you get more liberal, maybe, when you realise that your life is going on and on. Okay, just well, try everything. Okay. Who, who did? Let me just Google. Who did Noah? Hang on a second. Sorry. Do you, do, do, do you mind if I just do this? Can I just? Hey Google, who did Noah have sex with? I can search the web. Yes, please. What do, how do I do? Hey Google, who did Noah have sex with? It's thinking. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I've interrupted your. I could have googled it for you. I uh, know it's fine. We could do Hey, we'll, we'll take it easy. Well, yeah, that's what you're doing. No, I'm not. I'm well, asking. I'm asking Google. In a less efficient manner. Hey Google, did Noah have sex with his daughter? It's thinking. It's thinking. Hey Google, why are you taking so long to answer my questions? It's thinking. Really? Hey Google, why don't you kiss my ass? Oh dear. I don't think it's working. Does anybody... Does anybody know... Hey Google, who did Noah have sex with? Can search the web. Yes, I thought that's what you were doing. Hey Google, I thought that's what you were doing. Here's a matching video. A video? We don't really want that. Hey Google, can you search the web and tell me who did Noah have sex with? I can search the web for answers. I found something. Hey Google, please search the web for answers. That's bullshit. What have you got? Um, this is according to incestuous relationships mem- mentioned com. in the Bible. It's on Wikipedia. Okay. In Genesis 9, 20 to 27, yeah. Ham saw his father Noah's nakedness. Oh, okay. The Talmud suggests that Ham may have sodomized Noah. Who? Wait, whoa, whoa. Sorry, what? Yeah. Hang on. His son, son to father. In more recent times, some scholars have suggested that Ham may have had intercourse with his father's wife. Um, hang on a minute. I can do a funny here. 
I mean, it would be ham. Exactly. Um, ham and cheese? Um. Ham and bell cheese? Stop it. Ham and, ham and mayo? Here's what Quora says to, in answer to the question, did Noah's daughter sleep with him in the Bible? Yeah. No, but according to some interpretations, his son Ham did. According to Genesis 9.20 and 21, Noah was drunk and then Ham saw the nakedness of his father. The same term in Hebrew is used to indicate sexual exploring. Given that they all shared a common family bond, it may be strange to consider this text literal. No doubt there'll be many moments... Hang on, sorry, Kath, sorry, sorry. Hey, Google, did Ham have sex with Noah? Jesus, what is that so difficult? Can we just play a trail, please, now? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, Roger says, of course Stonehenge, of course Stonehenge has baffled archaeologists. They can only get 150 metres away from it. Thank you for that, Roger. Please, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Uh, please call in. Um, otherwise, we'll have to speak to George in a minute. The flood. Oh, we mentioned the Bible, didn't we? Excuse me. The flood is said to have destroyed everyone on earth apart from Noah and those on the ark. The sons of God are described as angels who mated with daughters of men, and were known as Nephilim. The fields of Nephilim, a band that I've never, never heard. That Mr. Spur has made an extraordinary claim that salt water from the. Oh, flood... Hang on, I thought you were doing the thing about giants' bones. I am the Nephilim of the Giants. Oh, that's it. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Noah then. Well, yeah, they were... Well, hang on, what are you talking about? They were the ones that God was trying to wipe out. What are you, what are you talking about? Right. I've got absolute... I've got, sorry, did I, sorry, did I miss me. a meeting? I have absolutely no idea what you're talking well, about. if you listened. I'm, I'm listening. Shush then. Well, I... Listen I, mean I, it I, isn't I, done with your mouth open. Does anybody... Uh, actually, I, it can be. Ach, not hair. making a noise. Ach, hair. Shh. I can hear it when a dentist talks to me. Shushy. My mouth is open there. Shushy is um, street slang for uh, Sonny Chiba. Is it? Yes, it is. I've got no idea what you're talking about. Are we doing Noah or are we doing Stonehenge? We're doing Stonehenge and the giants... Stop stop it. So we're doing Stonehenge. But it's related to the Noah Ah, story. I brought up Noah! I brought up no, Noah. Didn't. I started talking no, about Noah. No, you didn't. Having it off with his um, daughter. Then we That's found out it was his son that had it off He's, with him. Well, this, you got sidetracked by that. The Bible usual. is a horny book, by the way. According to the Enoch text, God created a flood around 4,300 years ago to destroy the sons of God who had become wicked and corrupt, right? The sons of God are described as angels who mated with daughters of men and were known as Nephilim. Mr. Spurt, great band, although I've never heard them. Mr. Spurt has made an extraordinary Mr. claim. Spurt. Spur. Why are you saying Spurt? I'm not. You're saying Spurt. I'm Roger not saying Spur Spurt. Roger Spur is a seventy-year-old. What's his name? Spur. Roger Spurt. You're saying Spurt. I'm not. I can hear the T. I can hear the T. Roger Spurt. You're saying. T- I'm not saying. T- Why would I say T? Because you're weird. What? Mr. Spur. Roger Spur, seventy-year-old historian. What's his name? Mr. Roger Spurt. Has made an extraordinary claim that salt water in the flood mixed with mud to perfectly preserve the bodies of the giants, which were human-like creatures and up to two and a half miles tall. Oh. He studied rocks around the world, which he claims are formed from the bones of giants. He described these preserved bones as mud fossils. Mud his, fossils. And has claimed many rock and boulders. Spurts by name, spurts by nature. Are actually the remains of giants. The stones at Stonehenge are made from sandstone and igneous. Sanskrit. Is that where Sanskrit comes no, from? No. Where does Sanskrit India. come from? Okay. And igneous rocks known as bluestone. It's funny, I'm just trying to learn and I'm getting um, belittled and I'm going to say it. 
bullied. But after studying Stonehenge, Mr. Spur... rise above it, as I always do, because I am a great man that saves lives. Saves lives and changes lives. This is me. And I will rise above your petty, petty bullying and your nonsense. Catherine Boyle. Catherine Boyle, my lady! Please! Would you all, uh, what do they do? I want to, I want to be the dude at parties, right? Oh um, you know the dude at parties? So, you, so. A master of ceremonies? No, 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 no. So you're at a, bar, a party, I'm at the top of the stairs, and then like, you come in, uh, and I go, who are you? Um, uh, <clears throat> Miss Catherine Boyle! Everyone looks up, and go, oh, yeah, and they come down, and you might get a little. I definitely would. Uh, you probably wouldn't, actually. I would, because I'd be wearing something fabulous. Uh, well, you'd probably like wearing Wonder Woman PJs or something. Still a treat. It, it, I suppose it would be a treat, actually. It would be a treat. Uh, so I've risen above your bullying, and I'm going to let you continue, because I am a great guy. And I might... But, but just all the time you're talking, I might... I could be saving another life. Anyway, so they're made out of igneous rocks known as bluestone and sandstone. But after studying... From India. St- Stonehenge... Stonehenge is not in India. Mr. Oh, I got you! <laughs> yes, mate. Stonehenge is not in India. Trying to it's in Wales. Read it. It's not. It's in Wales. You are so out of your league. Isn't it in- you are playing with a genius. Isn't it in- St- Stonehenge in India? No, it's in Wales. It's not. It's in Wiltshire, isn't it? Yeah, in Wales. We drove past it the other day in Wales. Go, you're so nuts. We weren't in Wales. Yeah, we were. Yes, we were. It's in well. Carry on, please. After st- One nil. Studying Stonehenge, Mr. Spur has made his latest outlandish claims that the stones are evidence of the existence of the giants which once roamed the earth. Can we get this guy on the show? Probably not now. Is he dead? In a YouTube video, he discusses how one stone at the ancient monument called the Heel Stone is a giant's foot. Mr. Spur, who lives in Connecticut, in the U.S. of A. That's America. That one, well, I'll give you that one. Claims you that holes one in the stone are in the exact same places the arteries of a human foot would be located. What was, you know, um, you know, uh, Achilles? Yeah. What was his Achilles heel? It's where his mother held him when she dipped him into the water that made him, um, Okay, you're not supposed to actually answer it. It was clever. his actual heel. Yeah, but it's clever if you don't answer it. But then didn't he get shot in the tendon and that was the end? Okay, well, no one talks about Achilles' tendon, do they? Oh, I've got Achilles' tendon. Ten done, one more to go. He also thinks the stone... is Well, you're on something. Is this thing on? He also thinks the stone is exactly the same shape as a human foot. He said, these are giant's body parts. The heel stone is exactly the same as a human foot. The ankle is exactly as it should be. Mud fossils are created Mud through... Mud fossils? Ver- Mud fossils are created through a very long process. process. Remember when you saw someone at the weekend and you went doozer and then because he looked like a doozer and we both started singing Fraggle's Rock, Fraggle Rock. Yes. I just want to make sure that that actually. I happened. always think that when I see a man in a um, construction helmet. I always think that when I see a tiny person that's two inches tall. C- continue, please. I'd love to, to hear the end of this story. Mud fossils are created through a very fossils. long process. The salt water takes out all the gooey stuff in the tissue and petrifies the soft tissue remains. Ooh. It's called salt water flooded petrification. I had, I used to have. Um, there we go. I used to have petrified remains when I was a teenager. When I'd hear my mum walking up the stairs, I had to finish off quick. Took out all the salt water. Yeah, Mr. Spur, 70, just in case you've forgotten. What was his name? Mr. Spur. Added that there are areas of the stone with discoloration in the stone. That's two, st- in the stone in one t- sentence, but it's in fact dry blood. 
in fact. He said the hemoglobin found in red blood cells Prove becomes it. locked when the flesh and mud solidifies and dries the blood. But I want to get this guy on and destroy him. That if it's mixed with acid, the blood will turn to liquid and would pour out of the Stonehenge stones. He said doing so would reactivate the giant's DNA and could tell us more about the Earth's ancient Bring history. Back to life. Mm. Like the fly, do the fly. Mr. Spur, who is a retired former software engineer. A retired liar. <laughs> says he approached Stonehenge with his research and was told never to contact them again. <laughs> I've had those same rejection letters. Norse, Greek, Indian, Mayan, Aztec and Inca mythology all refer to giants. In Genesis 6-4 of the King's James Bible it reads, There were giants on earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them. The same became mighty men which were of old men of renown. Mr. Spur shares his research on giants in his Mud Fossil University Facebook page. Facebook page. Stonehenge told Daily Star Online they were unable to comment on his research. Can we get this guy, what's his name? Mr. Spur. What's his first name? Roger. Roger. Right. Well, well. He's got a Mud Fossil University Facebook page. Right. Well, can you can you contact him and get him on the show? Yeah. Oh, we got. I've got him on Twitter. Uh. Oh, he hasn't tweeted since tw November the twenty seventh, twenty fifteen. I wonder if he's, he's busy e researching. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to tweet him. You're going to email him. We're going to um, take a break. Then we're going to come back. And no one else called in. So unfortunately, and it's your fault, dear listener. We're going to speak to Rainbow George. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls, well, I'm on the edge. and stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Sorry, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm just looking at the track listing of the new Rhino release to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. Um, I'm only up to disc 10. Of 38 discs, disc 10 is, uh, the second day is Country Joe McDonald, disc 11 is Santana, disc 12 is John Sebastian, disc 13, the Keith Hartley band, disc 14 is Incredible Stringman, disc 15, nearly halfway through it, guys. There is $800 for a 38, uh, Grateful Dead, Credence, Clearwater, Janice, Sly and the Family Stone, the oh, oh, Jefferson Airplane, Joe Cocker, Country Joe and the Fish, 10 years after, Band, Johnny Winner's Blood, Sweat and Tears. So no one remembers Blood, Sweat and Tears at Woodstock. Crosby, Stills, Nash. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Uh, Butterfield Blues, Sha Na Na, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix and the end. Okay, fine. Do you know what? Actually, I think I can pass on that. Right, no one else called in, so we go to George. Good evening, George. Good evening, or is it good morning? It's good evening. We've not had a sleep yet. Okay. <laughs> um... You've conjured thoughts talking about Noah and asking Google for questions. Why, why can't you ask me those questions? Um, Noah was 500 years old when he begat Shem, Sp Ham. Do it, do it in English to, and stop talking about the Three Stooges. No, Shem, Ham and Japheth. Yeah, they were the three stooges, Shem, Ham and Curly Joe. Well, Curly Joe, of course, was the second Curly, Curly being the original Curly, but Shem, Ham and Curly, they were the stooges. Well, they were, they were his triplets and, and when they went... Certainly! When they, yep, yep, yep. when they went into the ark, it, it was... Uh, Noah went in and his sons... Why is it, it sounding, why is it sounding echoey on your phone? 
I don't know. <coughs> I have no idea. Okay, Can I ask a point of a point of order? Let me just move it to another. I just one heard back from Mr. Roger Spur. Yeah. He said he'd be up for it. What time would we like to speak to him? Tomorrow. Yeah. Eleven o'clock, please. We have a guest in the studio. Is that still okay? We've got a guest until ten till eleven tomorrow. We've got um, Bill Alzef here coming in. All right. And uh, we'll have Mr. Spurt on tomorrow night. Carry on, please, George. Yeah. Noah went in, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives had, with, a, had a party, sex party, with him. N n n none of the women are uh, mentioned. Their, their their names aren't. Just mentioned not. at all. That's when so begins the patriarchy. Well, it's it's interesting, and uh, the Bible is interesting, and yeah. pe pe people should realise that the Jesus of uh, John's Gospel was definitely portrayed as being gay, and uh, I I I'm really. Uh, surprised that people haven't realized that after all these years because he he uh only gives one commandment he, he bum. no he, he commands his having told his di disciples that to be his followers they have okay. to leave their wives he, he then commands them to love one another and the writer of the gospel uh, then distinguishing himself as being the disciple that Jesus loved and goes on to identify himself at the end of the gospel as being Judas. And um, it's very clear to see and... Okay. and and, uh, well, I, I, I'm happy to have been able to you share were, that you with you. Well, of course, you were there, George, so uh, you we can a first-hand account, so to speak. How do you mean? It's a joke. Thanks very much for your call. Let's go to June. Good evening, June. Hi, Ian. Hi, Catherine. Hi, um, I've got a little bit of advice for Clive, the guy that phoned you in before with oh. the autistic daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he'd actually had a diagnose. If he has, and he is claiming um, disabled living allowance for her, he can use the paper to get himself in to a lot of places free of charge. Oh! Well, I don't think I approve of that. Why should he get him free? Because... Um, it'll be a lot easier if there's somebody there looking after his daughter. No, I don't think he should be allowed in free. I think, if anything, he should be made to pay double. No, that's not nice. No, that's not nice. Well, that's that's a good suggestion. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully he will, if he do didn't know it, he knows if it he now. If he doesn't know it, there's also um, a card he can get that gets him into the cinema, a carer into the cinema free. Um, it means the child's photograph has to be put on a card. Okay. And they carry it with them, and anybody that goes with the child can get in for nothing. Beautiful. I got um, a card for I got a card for my mum, to, so which means a carer's card for the cinema, which means I get to That's get in. I get to get in for free at the cinema. Some cinemas, not all of them, I don't think. Yeah. But um, yeah, I get That's to. That's not all of them, but it's a lot of them. Some of them are scumbags, yeah. and they won't allow you. But yeah, no, it's good. It's good as all these little bits and yeah. these little hacks out there. Yeah, there's all sorts of all sorts of little bits and pieces from the autistic. Um, 
Association and the Carers UK Trust. There you go. There you go. All right. Nice one, June. Thank you for that. That's okay. Bye. Tati Bye. There's, there's always little bits and pieces out there that, um, no, here's the thing. No one tells you. Oh, your mum's disabled. You're in touch with this. Oh, your kids. No one tells you. You just got to find out yourself. But how do you know? You've got to hope that you find someone who's in a similar position or has been that knows the tri- the tricks. I know that you get, if you're taking someone in a wheelchair, you get free, the carer gets a free, part, uh, the free ticket in the theatre. No one told me about the cinema. Gosh. No one mentioned it. The Chuckle Brothers' older brother dies. Jimmy Patton, 87, passes away, leaving widow. 27. Yeah. We married two years ago. Uh, this is a strange one. Jimmy Patton, the older sibling of TV's famous comedy duo, the Chuckle Brothers, has died aged 87. Jimmy appeared more than 40 times on his brother's Chuckle Vision show between 1990 and 2009. Chuckle Vision was strange because Chuckle Vision was then dressed up as dogs. It started out that way, didn't it? Chuckle Chuckle Vision. And then, and then turned then, into them. So them, it was silent comedy. Them started out as dogs. And then at some point they must have had a meeting and gone, do you know what, Barry, it's going well, it's good, the thing in the dog suits is good, it's funny and we've got that and we know it works but I think the time is right to come out of the suits, whoa, no, 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 not coming, let's just try it, Let, no, we can't, don't, don't F with the formula, Barry. Barry, I want it. They're both called Barry, I think. I don't remember. Paul and Barry. Paul and Barry. Uh, don't mess with the formula, Paul. Barry, I just don't. And they would fight about it and fight about it. And then eventually they took off the suits. Um, Jimmy often appeared as boss characters on the show and was known as no slacking because of his catchphrase. And remember, no slacking. Yeah. He also appeared on David Nixon's comedy band box, The Good Old Days and Seaman's, uh, sorry, Seaside Special. I do apologise. In a TV career. Spanning 50 years. Is this on? Hello? A statement on the Comedy Pairs Facebook page. They said the Chuckle Brothers, older brother Jimmy Patton has sadly passed away. So that's sad. This is last week. That's sad. But you do wonder how he's got... What, you know, I, I said when age gap relationships are cool, because it's cool. But 60 years? 60 years difference? That's, that is... I mean, sometimes we find it tricky not talking to Sam because we talk about things that didn't happen in his lifetime and he's yeah. just none the wiser, but... 60 years is a big old... Uh, it's a big old gap, isn't it? And you've got to wonder... I mean, I doubt... I doubt he was a millionaire. You know, you know it's not like... Um, who was that poor, that poor soul, that woman that married the billionaire... Oh, Anna died. Nicole. Anna Nicole. That was that was horrible way that all played out yeah. in public. She, what was the guy? Who was the guy she married? He was like in his eighties, and she was twenty three. I'm going to say, but you know, a very attractive, buxom, big, curvy blonde, but a really damaged person, really damaged person. And of course, when he died, he was definitely a millionaire. I want to say billionaire. J. Howard Marshall. Right. Worth a lot of money. If it wasn't billions, it was hundreds of millions. And she got it all mm. when he died. And then we all just watched the, the inevitable, obvious car crash. Yeah. She had a reality show as well, I guess. She did. She did. And it was, I just remember shots of her being drunk and high and, you know, falling over and all of that. And, and 
We all laughed. We all laughed. Oh, she was a big joke. We all laughed. And then she, was it suicide or was it, was it an OD? What did she? Let's see. What was her name? Sorry. Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith. Born Vicky Lynn Hogan, 1967. Died, uh, February 8th, 2007. So 30. She wasn't very old at all. Um, and when she, when he died, his son, who was quite an old man as well, sort of challenged the decision and there was a, she was caught up in all that, wasn't she? But she was being looked after by this guy, um, who it would appear is someone that, um, didn't help her out. What did she die of? Let's see. I, to, I bet drugs, drugs overdose. And her son died, remember, and she never got over it. Oh no, I didn't remember, I don't yes. remember that. Here we go. Uh, what a shame. Death. Found dead in room 607 at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Jesus. Um, Tasma Brightenthorpe, a friend of Smith, who was a trained emergency nurse, performed CPR for 15 minutes until her husband, uh, who was Smith's friend and bodyguard, took over. He driven back to the hotel to be notified by his wife of Smith's condition. According to police chief... Um, there was a call to the front desk from Smith's sixth floor room. The front desk in turn called security, then called 911. Drugs. Uh, Is it drugs? Let's see. Seven Come in, Paul. We're just trying to re remember how Anna Nicole Smith died. Yeah, it was ultimately ruled an accidental drug overdose Yay. of a sedative. That's a shame, isn't it? And we all laughed. And I laughed. I la as, 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 as I laughed at the Britney Spears head shaving thing. Gosh. Weren't the 90s and the early 2000s quite dark? Yeah. Weren't they well, quite dark? because these women were kind of caricatures. Yeah, right? yeah, it was funny. It was funny to see people having uh, breakdowns, uh, I'm ashamed to say. But she yeah. kind of bounced back, Anna Nicole. She had quite a funny series reality show and 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 Nicole on the entertainment. Oh, she did? Well, she didn't bounce back after dying. That no, would be, that would no. be a, a real problem. Well, I don't work for Rainbow George. <laughs> Her 20-year-old son Daniel died on September 10th, 2006 in his mother's hospital room while visiting her and her baby. Uh, and we are told, I'm being told that the Chuckle Brothers, 60 years younger bride, uh, says, I think she was a massive Chuckle fan and met him on a fan forum. She was in her 20s, he was in her 70s. Could he, 80s, 80s. Good. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got Good first? evening. Uh, we're talking, um, The Trainer, a bloke's with the definitive history of a PhD student. It's a lovely book about what he calls sports shoes. So it's from Pimp Soles oh, onwards, okay. right the way through yep. the Reebok pumps, a whole nine yards on that. But I'm particularly excited because we are crossing live to Tacoma in the USA because they have just opened a huge, massive walkway as a tribute to Tacoma's most famous son, one of my absolute obsessions, Frank Herbert wrote June. He would have been a hundred years old next year, so we're talking about Frank Herbert. There's a new film out next year directed by Dennis Villeneuve. They're doing it because they did it before, didn't they? And David Lynch did it, which I love that thing. Film. And and Kyle um, Kyle McLaughlin. it? Never seen it, but it, it oh, was it's a lovely made film. Is it? Because I, I out it there likes it. Give him the thumbs up. Ollie. I think it was yeah. famously a turkey, but it, it wasn't. But it was lost it? an awful lot of money. Right. The is they tried to market it as Star Wars. There were even action figures, which are now quite valuable. Right. And it wasn't that at all because the books are very kind of trippy and environmentally oh, yeah, friendly yeah. and stuff. So, uh, so we're talking a bit about that on the program. And we're also being Tuesday. We're doing a bit of. We have a, a semi-regular nutrition spot. So we're doing a bit on veganism and why the EU apparently. And this isn't one of those made-up tabloid stories. And um, there's a lobby now from the meat industry within Europe that they're debating whether they should rename vegan burgers and vegan sausages, vegan tubes and vegan patties. Oh, okay. a vegan tube. It doesn't sound right, does it? 
doesn't sound right. Um, it doesn't sound right at all. It's, it's, I don't know. I need, I've got a feeling I'm going to have to do something about my diet because my stomach is killing me, man. Uh, colonoscopy coming up soon. Another, I thought you'd have one, or no? No, I had to go Friday and he put his finger up there and a camera up there, but only up a little bit and I've got to go and up there. He's going to whack it all up there. Anyway, on that bombshell, that bombshell from Anna Nicole to that, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> What a life. And, Great and show tonight. I thought it was thoroughly, very enjoyable. Thank you, thank you, very thank good. you. We will be back tonight at 10. Thank you, Oliver. Thank you very much, Catherine Boyle. Uh, stay tuned, though. Coming up after one o'clock is Paul Ross only on Talk Radio. We are Talk Radio.